Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hoaxbusters call. Join the discussion by dialing 724-447-444. Call ID 90337. Yeah, what's up? How's everybody doing? Look, look here, look here. It's uh, Monday... February the 6th, 2017. Ah. Who's in the chat? Oh, wow, got a good turnout here for uh, Monday night. Oh, yeah, it's the Super Bowl. Somebody said in the... So, yeah, football season is over, I guess, right? That's That's the big final game is the Super Bowl. So now my uh, live listenership expanded, it looks like. Um, yeah, so we're not going up against uh, Monday Night Football. All right. See, I was hoping to overturn Monday Night Football, but that's a that's a tough nut to crack there. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, dude. Do, 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 the quote, I just came up with one, just something I was thinking about last time, I think I used one about it, what's a judge, is an attorney that grades his own papers, and then I was thinking, well, what's an attorney, I think it's a, I think a good one to say would be, an attorney is a chef that specializes in word salad. Um, yeah, what are attorneys? I always point out too that you go you go to court, and then you're going to go before the judge, and the judge is going to be a an attorney. That's how you get to be a judge you start out as an attorney from what i understand and then you work in the system and then you get the uh all your experience under your belt and whatever and then you become a judge right yeah so the judge is an attorney that knows the law and everything and then you go into court and you go in front of a judge but then you have to hire an attorney that speaks for you in front of the judge and he and uh well i guess it has something to do with oh you're going to go in front of the jury and the attorney's got to talk for you in the law you can't talk for yourself 
but it's just interesting that yeah you get this uh, and then you know most of the time you're not even gonna a lot of times you go to court you don't even have a jury so but they still have the judge and they still say oh you can get an you can get an attorney or you can have one appointed for you but yeah, it's, it's, if you're going to go to court, you needed a, it's a good idea to have an attorney. And then the attorney, like you, like he's like, okay, well, so what happened, Mr. Kendall? It's like, oh, I was driving down the road and, uh, you know, had an accident and rolled over. And then I, I, and then the cop was asking me questions and I, I tried to walk away and he arrested me. And that's pretty much it. It's like, well, what do you have to back it up? Well, it's all in the police report. You can read it. That's what happened. So what are you pleading guilty or not? I was like, guilty of what? You know. So I, I tell this to the attorney, and then he tells it to the judge. And then why? What, I guess the point I'm trying to make, to make a long story short, is yeah, it's, it's yeah, you have this. You got to hire an interpreter. And they both the judge speaks English, right? If you're in America court, hopefully, and then the attorney speaks English and they're both conversant in legalese but there's this go between it's like why wouldn't you just go straight to a judge and cut out the middleman it's like it's it's not obvious I mean I I mean to me it is it's just silly it's like some silly formality and I was listening to something earlier today and it was talking about oh yeah I was in court and this and that and the other thing and I had a jury trial and blah 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 and then the judge just overrules the decision of the jury it's like, well, okay, they can do that too. They can just why have an attorney there? Why have a jury there? Why have a? Why are you hiring an attorney? Why does it like go in front of the judge? Hey, what do you think about this? Get yeah, whatever and just get on with it. I mean, it's just so much. But here's the thing: it's just it's illustrative of the fact that it's just all pageantry. It's theater for the most part. That's what it is. I mean, come on, give me a break. It's it's all just pure pure theatrics it's like politics and the, and now the i mean come on it, 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 analyzing this stuff and look at it i mean and i think it, it comes down to critical thought you know it's like and i think it's a it's a lost art definitely i mean you get into the to Hey, listen to podcasts and stuff out there and i'm not bashing them i mean there's like 800 thousand i don't know how many podcasts are out there but yeah you listen to them and then this guy god i mean come on in the same i mean again i'm not knocking it's like the same crap they talk about stuff that like people will go on and on about stuff that they really don't have any clue about in reality i'm talking about like something that happened seven thousand years ago or something that happened 200 years ago and and the reality of the situation is, like, for instance, this very spot that I'm sitting right now, this very geographic location, go back 100 years from today, what would that be, February 6th of, you know, tw- uh, what would that be, 1883, uh, yeah, February 6, 1883. Just go back that far. And uh, what was here? What was going on? What was the, what, what did the landscape look like? What was, the, what was happening here 100 years ago? 
I have no freaking clue. I don't know what was here, if there's any structures here, or what was going on 100 years ago today at this very spot. Now, that's just me. Maybe the typical person out there has a grasp of history and can really say with an authority. I doubt it, though. I mean, I haven't met these people personally. But they will tell you what happened 7,000 years ago. They're going to tell you what... And then, that's one thing. But then you you listen to something. And it's talking about in general. This, this is all over TV. This is all over podcasts. This is just... There was one thing I was watching. It was... Guy, what was it? He's like a comedian. Ricky Gervais. And he's some British dude. And he's I guess he's supposed to be like really funny. And clever, and then something I got wind of. It was by way of another, it was by way of a YouTube video that I was watching that was commenting on this individual. And he was on the Stephen Colbert show, and he was going on there to talk to Stephen Colbert. And then, like, part of his shtick is to bop people over the head with this science. Fictive construct is what it is, Ricky. It's a fictive construct you got there. And you like to, especially like religious people that believe in God, you like to bop them over the head with a science mallet, don't you? And then you're going to talk about people, you make fun of people that believe the earth is 6,000 years old. And then you make, and he makes a statement to the effect that it's 4.5, something that, oh, oh it's, this is a fact that it's 4.5 billion. Well, let me ask you something, 4.5 billion. How do you know that? Like, you just know that, don't you? Uh, whatever this guy's name, Rick, Ricky. You just know this, right? 4.5 billion. Well, see, that's science and it's facts. It's like, facts that you saw that are are now you're talking about something that and this goes for anybody that's spouses crap because it's i'm i'm going into this because this is not this this guy i don't care who this guy is i i'm somewhat familiar with who i don't know it doesn't matter but you're gonna get this is just so just ubiquitous throughout our culture our society is these type and they talk and they'll say stuff like that Although it's definitely proven, no doubt about it, 4.5 billion. For one thing, you have no freaking clue, man. You are just regurgitating some bullcrap that you heard somebody say. And the only criteria that you use to come to truth is that it has the label science slapped on it. And that's it. You're about to, That's about the most idiotic position that a, that a person can hold. Just, I'm not calling the dude any. I'm not calling anybody an idiot or anything like that. The position I'm saying is idiotic. It's has no basis in anything. Like the science crap that people will spout, and it's like okay. And I I've looked into this stuff, and uh, you look. You could go in and learn a lot by looking at both sides of the argument okay what's the there's people that are saying that it's not that old and what do they what do they have to offer and you look at it does it make sense well to me yeah and it may, i mean the arguments that the earth is not that old make sense 
they're the ones that where they're claiming that it's 4.5 for one thing 4.5 billion years old 4.5 billion years old people can't even grasp that like i said 100 years ago you don't i don't know what was at this spot do you know where you're at right now listen to my voice do you have any idea what your geographic location where you're at looked like 100 years ago what kind of people there what was going on then i mean do you have any kind of idea maybe you do maybe some people do but um like for sure do you know like what was it like what were the was there any people living there was it a goat farm was it like a a field full of daisies where you're at What, what did it used to be do you have any idea now think about that. Take that in for a minute. Just ask yourself that. I'm not telling you anything or I'm not, you know, uh, these are questions I ask myself. You know, I, I, I think to have critical thought, I mean, foremost, you got to criticize your own thinking. And then you come to the realization, no, nah, I don't, I, I was, I was taking a walk one time and I was walking, um, do that a lot. I just take walks and stuff. And I, was, and, I, and I got on that train of thought. What was here 100 years ago? What did it look like? What was going on? I have no idea. I have no idea. Was there even a rail track there? Probably, but I'm not sure. I didn't even know that. Was the rail track even here? Was there... What kind of roads were here? I, I don't even know. And that's only 100 years ago. 1883, right? 1883, if my math's right. Yeah. 18... Uh, I mean, so it, but okay. So you go, okay, we're in, we're in the year 2017 and this, this individual can go on this show in front of everybody and he's not, he's not embarrassed and he, he, he just flats out says the earth is 4.5 billion years old. Just like he, just like he's telling you that he had, uh, Rice Krispies that morning for breakfast. Like he knows that for a fact. <laughs> no you don't man you absolutely do not know that the earth is 4.5 billion years old here's the thing too you think your worldview is empirically based i hear people say this you don't even people who say this don't even know what empiricism means is this stuff is just comical man do you even know what empiricism means? That means you've come to the to the to the knowledge of something through your own five sense reality, not some dude in a lab coat, not some science council, not the Western scientific establishment. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can confer empiricism to you. You have to see it for yourself in order for it to be empirically based. Is what I'm saying. But you'll hear this all the time. I haven't. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in da da da. I don't believe. I'm not superstitious. My my belief system is yeah. Is I have empirically based worldview. So okay, that makes sense if you reject everything out there that you have an experience firsthand. So historical accounts, you gotta if anything prior to you being maybe your first moments of awareness that you're gonna remember back to as a child. Anything prior to that, well, you have to reject it, don't you? And so, in pure, purely 
in the most truest sense of the word, empirically based, nobody is saying that. What they're saying is that they believe in this thing called science. And it is predicated on a belief that there is this group of people, okay, that you've never met. Somewhere, they have lab coats and they do experiments and they look at things with electron microscopes and they uh, bombard things with chemicals and particles, bang them together. And they arrive at these conclusions. And when they make a declaration, it is somehow equal to empirical proof. And it is absolutely not. By definition, it is not. So what what am I trying to get at? It's it's that I, I, I guess I can't watch anything without just, without just, like just I, I can't I, I, I can't it's just the stuff that people say it's like you people the people out of their television what I'm trying to say is there is it's they're all insane you're absolutely friggin insane you're friggin insane you have no clue what you're talking about you'll get up before a big crowd of people hundreds or thousands of people even. I don't know how many people watch Colbert who knows but the point is that this individual will get on Colbert, make a flat-out statement like that, not only say something like that, but then have this position like, well, what I just said is an absolute fact. And what you just said was retarded, man, is absolutely ridiculous. 4.5 billion years. Now, come on. I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, look at the changes that have happened that in your lifetime. If you're, I'm almost fifty, so I, I've seen just the stuff I've seen in my lifetime. Okay, a million years or a billion, it's, it's like you have no way to even come close to even conceptualizing those high numbers. But you believe it because you were told, and then you believe it because it's called science, and that that is just absolutely insane. But it, it is, uh, well, I mean. I was sent a video where Alex Jones is on the the Joe Rogan podcast. So Joe Rogan has, has, I think, the number one podcast on uh, the Internet. I listen from time to time. I, I listen to that one. But I can't. You listen to this stuff, and, and it's the science stuff, or somebody else getting on there, and they're talking about seven thousand years ago. And it's like, it's like, okay, I mean, you have, how, how do you know any of this stuff? And and they can go into great in depth and the detail about it, and, it, and it's like, ah, I can't listen to it. I can't. I can't. Okay, fine. I mean, can you know anything about? Thousands of years ago. Can, is it possible? I've, people make those claims. But when I try to, for myself, because I'm curious. I want to, okay, you're curious about this and that and other thing. You're curious about what happened in the past or whatever. That's good. That's great. But do you ever ask, like, okay, now these people out there that are making these declarations, like, how do they know what they know? How do they know? How do they know? And how do I know that they know what they know? It's like, I, I don't know. 
I, I, I don't. I'm just saying that I don't. I'm not saying, like, you may be 100% confident that the Earth is 6.5 billion years old or 4.5 billion. Maybe that's, you're totally confident in that because you're immortal and some, somehow you were there. And maybe you, but there, how, how is that even, is that even possible? You, you would have, you would have a big burden of proof to convince me that if you're walking around as a human being and then you're telling me I was there 4.5 billion years ago, I don't know, for some reason I just don't die and I'm, I've just been around since then. I mean, no, I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be a human being then because human beings are mortal. Anyway. Oh, da, da, da. Network says 100 years ago was 1917. Chris exposed as a Mason using some Gregorian shit to come up with 1883. Ah, uh, yeah, you caught me. Or maybe I'm just <laughs> bad. What did I get? How did I get 1883? Yeah, that's not even true. I had the inverse of the square root. I should have took it to the uh, obtuse square root of... Uh, Pi squared. That's what I. That's where I went wrong. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. Da, da. But it's it's the same point. It's the same point. Okay, nineteen seventeen. I, I still don't know what was here. Nineteen seventeen. I don't. I don't. I really don't. But maybe you do. Okay, fine. I'm not going to argue with you. I didn't argue with anybody. Fine. But um. Yeah, to see somebody, oh, 4.5 billion years ago. That That is just, I, I don't know what to say about that. That That is a, a absurd. Absurd. 4.5 billion. And you hear that all the time. It's just through repetition. That's all it is. You hear, you started hearing it in school when you are a kid. And then, and then 4.5 billion years, it's like, yeah, it must be 4.5. That's, that's a big number. How How many numbers is that? And then you get bigger, and you don't even advance enough, I guess, in your in your, your cognitive skills to realize that's that's an absurdist statement. Four point five billion years. I mean, it's not even. You can't even. It's like forget it. it but I mean, okay, you're really curious, science guy, and you want to go look at when all this stuff started coming about. It's like Darwin came on the scene, and then Lyell came on the scene, and uniformitarian, uniformitarianism came on the scene all at the same time. And then uh, 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 the Bone Wars kicked off around eight, 18, uh, some odd hundred, some, some time or another. And then, like, magically, uh, what, what's the guys? I was going to say Watson and Crick. That's DNA. What? I don't care. These names, whatever. Some dudes, yeah, they'll pop. Their names will pop into my head in here in a second. But they go to the American West, and they go a dinosaur bone hunting. And what? Lo and behold, they find all these bones in the ground. And then it. And then it. And then th- uh, Thomas Huxley was all up in the mix. And he just so happened to be Dar- Charles Darwin's attor- like attorney, close personal friend, and all these connections are right there. This very close knit group, and of course you got the Jesuits all up in the thing. If that's not suspicious enough, but okay, all that is oh that's conspiracy talk. That's bullshit. I don't want to. 
listen to anything this guy's saying. That's a bunch of bullcrap. Okay, so you don't want to listen to any of that. You don't want to know anything about the Jesuits. You don't want the, the 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 dubious connections and all that around the Bone Wars, around all this stuff that was coming about to where we get to the point. Because like eighteen hundred around that time, four point five billion years, pe- people weren't saying that. People believed the Earth was generally speaking, they believed the Earth was about six thousand years old. That this all this is uh, talking about in the scope of things. This is a very recent development. People started parroting the four point five billion years. Well, where if you're curious and you're a science boy, look into where all this came about. And so you don't want to look into the uh, all the connections. You say all oh, they're coincidence. So you have to really get into co- coincidence theory to accept all of it because it's nonsense. I mean, you get into the to the bo- the the bone wars and all that and it, and uh, hang on dang it I was gonna look up the, I had the names right on the tip of my tongue see it'll, it'll probably come to me right before I type it into Google bone wars the great dinosaur rush yeah Edward Drinker Cope and Othaniel Charles Marsh. The Great Dinosaur Rush, yeah. 18 some odd hundreds. Oh, in other words, this all coincidentally started coming about around the same time, same period of time. All these massive, wonderful discoveries. And then it just, you know, through repetition, through repetition and repetition and repetition, they hammered all this stuff into people's heads through the textbooks and schools and to their folklore and their bullshit and their just-so stories and all that. And uh, you get to today, and you got people going on national television saying, 4.5 billion years, it's a fact. Like with the smug confidence in their face. Because he was, he was staying this in, in, in retaliation to some... He perceived this individual on Twitter or something as being a Christian and then talking about how... The guy was telling him he's going to go to hell, he's going to burn hell, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you know, science is going to save me or something like that. Something ridiculous. Anyway, whatever. Um, it, the, the point being, okay, whether you're religious or you're not, whether you, whatever you, however you fancy for yourself, 4.5 billion years is absurd. But, like, where, where do they arrive at all this and then... Like okay, how do how do these how do, how does um, Cope and Marsh fi- find these bones, and how come they're not found since? And how come you know we've had interstate highway systems and strip malls all over the country, and they, we're, we're not just tripping over these bones left and right? Yet these two individuals that came here specifically looking for sh- shit to back up Darwin started finding all these bones, and then, then we haven't found we, we now we hardly ever find them. Except for like that one time, that one video. On my one video, I talk about the amazing look of dinosaur hunters. And then this guy happened to find one. He was fossil hunting with his son. And then it turned out to be a a spectacular dinosaur find. And then it also just so happened that he worked for the Dallas Zoo. And it just also so happened that the Dallas Zoo was opening up a dino exhibit that week. I mean, come on. Go, go, yeah, have at it if you want to believe that. If, you, if you, the Cope and Marsh and then that, I mean, it's like they find these dinosaurs. It's like I used to believe in dinosaurs, and now it's like just look at the coincidence. Like they find this stuff like at, on demand when it's like 
any other any other circumstance or context, if it's not a, a university funded expedition or some dude that just so happens to work for the zoo, that just so happens to have a dinosaur exhibit, that just so happens to be coming out, that just so happens to have a news story talking about, just so happens to have a son find a dinosaur, run, just so happened at that time. If you believe in that kind of stuff, you're you are mentally ill. You, something wrong with you. If you want to believe, in, go ahead. And you have a lot of faith. Let me let me tell you that you have a lot of faith. I mean, how much how much how much how much wild coincidence does there have to be before you start to to, to you start to at least get a your brain gets a little bit of a hiccup where you're like, uh, what again? Coincidence again? Oh, I guess it's small. Bottoms weren't in the ground. I never heard of anybody finding one, and I never seen one, but I know they're there. And I, they signed to find them because they got a keen eye, and I think they have something they could smell dinosaurs down in the ground, too, because they're real. They're down there. Just nobody ever notices them. The Indians didn't notice them. The Eskimos didn't notice them. The all, I'm talking about indigenous people living in or people, the Chinese going back, they didn't notice them. No, notice them. Never pull them out of the ground. Never ran across. But to see the modern day, they'll find them hanging out of a cliff. Oh, we found T Rex sticking out of a cliff, and uh, he's at this ranch, and uh, just a lucky find. And and then the rancher, he never saw the freaking thing, and that was his land. He'd been out there herding cattle and all that stuff. And he's and these dinosaurs hunters. Hey, can we look for dinosaurs on your property? And he's like, Oh yeah, I guess whatever. Just give me a cut of what you find because he's. It also happens to be that these dinosaurs, they find these, quote-unquote, find them out there. And they and then, like the one they had the, oh, they had a, they claim was a fully intact T-Rex and that sold for $8 million. So, uh, well, again, with you got your profit motive there, don't you? But that that is cause for skepticism in any other context except for science. And that's, and then I recall the guy, the, the paleontologist was on Joe Rogan, and then, Joe Rogan, the most popular podcast, he just regurgitates and spouts everything that he hears, and he doesn't question it, generally speaking. Now, he used to be skeptical of the moon landing and stuff and skeptical of stuff, but, like, he's changed his tune. Because to be mainstream, and like I'm saying, the general out there, I I guess that people want to hear the same bullshit, and they want to be fed this bullshit, and they never get tired of having this bullshit crammed down the throat. They love bullshit. They have a special extra couple of stomachs inside them. If they're not vegan, they're not omnivore, they're sh- shitnivores, I guess. They just digest. They have an extra couple of extra stomachs for just extra loads of bullshit in their stomach. And that's that's what we have. Did, did I say shitnivores? That, okay, I'd come up with something better with that, but better than that. But uh, shitnivores, I, I don't know. You know what I mean. Oh, holy crap, man. Just the idiocy. It's just I can't handle it. Just think. Do you ever think? Ever. Do people even think? I I think I think too much, maybe. But then I got to wonder. It's like, do, do some, some people even think at all? Do they ever have quiet moments? I have a lot. I probably have too much moments alone thinking, but um, no, I don't think there's any such thing. Yet you, you need time to think. You need time to gather your thoughts. You need, you know, no matter what your situation, everybody knows that. You need time to get away, time to think. 
time to be quiet, time to, you know, and you got to wonder in the modern day, are, are people just not doing that at all? They're just not doing it. They're just not thinking. I don't know. I, 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 I get that impression. And I can't, I can't listen to this stuff. I just can't. I mean, there's very few things that I can listen to now. It's just like, <laughs> man, Joe Rogan, dude, man. I mean, God, and then people will tune in to that. And then it's, it's just the stupidest shit, man. It's just stupid as shit. I, I mean, to me. It's like stuff that you have no idea. I had Alex Jones on there talking about the 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 potato shaped monolith on the moon, I guess, and Buzz Aldrin's talking about it. It's like get the fuck out of here with that. That is just golly. NASA is such a big giant scam operation, and it's so obvious. They got the damn air bubbles coming out of the tank. They're in the damn swimming pool, pretending they're in outer space. And it's not enough to look at the air bubbles that prove that they're underwater. It's not a nobody. Okay, look, it's bubbles. Is there bubbles in space? No, space is a vacuum, right? There's no bubbles. No bubbles. No bubbles. Where where are the bubbles coming from? And they're obviously bubbles. Uh, and And you could point to them and show them. You, oh, you've heard of the Neutral Buoyancy Lab? And they got one in Florida, and they, I think they got one somewhere else. It's just this, it's way bigger. I think you didn't even a, limp, a huge swimming pool inside. And they happened to have the inside painted uh, blue screen blue, like blue screen for doing movie effects. And, of course, okay, it's a swimming pool, so it's blue. Okay, I'm not making too big of a deal out. But just for reference, just think about it. And then there is footage out there where you can see the half-exposed scuba diver that's in there with an astronaut's NOT in space, and damn bubbles are coming out of a scuba tank, and you can see part of it. I mean, I don't know. I thought that was a good analogy about magicians. How do they still get around? How do they still... Nobody's exposed their tricks yet. It's like, how does anybody take NASA seriously? This stuff is... It's another incredible thing. This is on the Internet, and you can pull this up. NASA fake stage hoax, the air bubbles, and it's like nobody cares. Nobody knows. I mean, I'm not saying nobody. I know some people do, but generally speaking, it's like, I mean, we're in 2017, and Alex Jones could still go on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan, and then talking about Buzz Aldrin about a potato shaped freaking monolith on the moon. And they had uh, Joe Rogan's buddy on there, uh, Eddie Bravo, and he was, he's the only one that was like, saying stuff that made sense he was like oh this guy's full of shit this this buzz aldrin guy's full of shit it's like god thank you i mean it's like man just somebody that has some brain cells is like damn it's like i this is that's a rare moment i guess i'm trying to trying to point out that i i I, and i got to thinking about i said when is the last time that you saw somebody that on on any kind of format that that's that, that's that uh, high profile, just come out and blat- and blatantly shoot down something Buzz Aldrin said or something like like being actually critical of anything like that. I, I, I can't remember. I don't I don't know. It's kind of unusual. But of course, Joe Rogan, he's like to everything Buzz Aldrin says is 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 as if. God himself said it, or, you know, if it was 
he was waiting at the bottom of Mount Sinai for Moses to come down from the tablets. That's how Joe Rogan regards Buzz Aldrin, at least in his current iteration of a persona. I don't know the guy, but uh, it's, it's just astounding. It's astounding. But no, that's how you get or how you maintain um, the, you know, where you're getting all this exposure. You got to, you got to, you know, stay within this idiotic framework i guess you know you can't venture out too far away from it but um uh, wow Mahatma Colt says eddie bravo does talk some bullocks though and he's generally made to look the fool so yeah he i guess he's sort of positioned there as the character i remember somebody was talking about this in a video on youtube there was a show called friends back in the 90s that was super popular and they had the this blonde chick on there and she was regarded as the idiot and she was, she would always say dumb stuff about everything. And she was also a conspiracy theorist. So I, I, and I had seen that show. It was super popular. You couldn't miss, I mean, everybody generally speaking, watched that show at least a couple of times. I remember seeing it. I wasn't ever a fan. I'm not, was never really a fan of those kind of shows. Uh, I, I did. I don't remember that character being a conspiracy theorist, but apparently they were. So I guess Eddie Bravo is kind of like the resident conspiracy theorist guy, but I guess he also says dumb stuff, and then Joe Rogan bags on him for being dumb. But listening to him and Alex Jones and Joe Rogan, it's like, okay, this is the only dude that has any sense at all. It's like Buzz Aldrin's drunk ass on this video talking about potato-shaped shit on the moon that we need to go there and check out. And Alex Jones and Joe Rogan is sitting there like it's like like they're watching Jesus talk or something, like Jesus himself. It was just like this is propaganda. Propaganda. I don't even I I I'm I, like I said, I don't know I I never met Joe Rogan. I never talked to him, but I, I highly doubt that he really. He's probably more like Eddie Bravo if he was if he was permitted to to freely speak his mind. But um, I think that's probably why Eddie Bravo is on there so that he can be this sort of alter ego for uh, Joe Rogan, so that he can say stuff that Joe Rogan wants to say, and then that's sort of like a release valve or something. I don't weird like that. I don't know. So that you know. I guess people look up to Joe Rogan. They don't want Joe, Joe Rogan pointing out that Buzz Aldrin is a drunk idiot and a, a con artist, which he obviously is. Uh, he didn't go to the moon. Nobody went to the moon. The, the moon footage is for shit, and it's ridiculous. And if you believe in it, you're you you, you again you have serious problems. But um, it's just so ridiculous. The footage. Look at the. Damn, that was allegedly taken of the module coming off the surface going back. And then, okay, they supposedly had a camera set up on, like, a remote thing. I was like, yeah, it's so dumb. I I don't even want to talk about it. It's just so stupid, and people still believe in it. But okay, whatever. Just recognize that you're an idiot and that you... You go to criticize people that believe in God and religion, and you believe in that kind of idiocy. I mean, 
it's really just surreal. It's, it's TV and shit and the stuff that's on it's too surreal for me is what I'm saying. It's just utterly bizarre and surreal and, and, and illogical and dumb. And, and, and I know that it is set up that way. The people that get on there on TV, they're really not that dumb. They're really not. Joe Rogan is really not that dumb. And and Alex Jones is not that dumb. They're not that dumb. They want you to be dumb is what the deal is. And, uh, wow. What did I... Golly, I won 49 minutes ranting about just going off on a tear. But anyway... Oh, wow. Just, just... Yeah, it's just it's just everywhere, everywhere. Just the most idiotic shit. And just say it, just say it with no shame, no embarrassment, no second thought. This is all oh, that's the way it is. Science or man, I was gonna read uh, this, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm just gonna post it into the chat right now, and you can read it at your leisure. But if you so choose, and the link to the chat will be at hoaxbusterscall.com, and I'll post the call, and then within the call there'll be notes on the call, and there'll be an audio embed that you could play the audio, and then there'll be a link to the chat where I have links of what I'm talking about, if you want to check them out. Uh, Copy public link. I will progress over right now. To the chat window, and I will paste, paste. Man, my computer is just about, it's long in the tooth. I guess I can't even copy-paste anything quick. It's just, everything's a lag. Anyway, it's there. It's in the chat, for freak's sake. Oh, what was I even talking about? What's in the chat, Chris? You didn't even need to say What's in the chat? Oh, um, JFK, the the CIA, Vietnam, and the plot to assassinate John F. Kennedy uh, by Fletcher L. Fletcher Prouty. And then if anybody knows who L. Fletcher Prouty allegedly is, he allegedly is a guy that, you know, talked to Jim Garrison about uh, it's insider knowledge on how JFK was assassinated, blah, blah, blah. He was depicted in that movie, the JFK Oliver Stone, blah, blah, blah. He's supposedly uh, ex-CIA, ex in quotes, CIA, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, uh, uh, was taught, I was, ha- I was, I sent this to, um, a listener and then they came back with, Okay, are you endorsing uh, this guy? And it's got a forward by Jesse Ventura. Are you endorsing them? What do you? What? It, what is the meaning of this? And I was like, mm. well, I, I guess I'll explain to her and to the listeners right now that no, it's that. I mean, here's the facts: is that the fact is there is this book. I'm pretty damn sure. I don't have a copy myself, but I'm pretty damn sure that this book is in print and it's out there and that it's attributed to this character that is known to everybody as Elf Fletcher Prouty 
And then what is there to know about him? Why is he important? Well, he is known as, I do know that, that is a fact. He is known, Whether he is or not is another story, but he is known as this dude that know, has insider track knowledge into the JFK and to the CIA. But anyway, what I'm getting at is in this book about JFK assassination, this persona, this individual, this El Fretcher Prouty, that's regarded as somebody that knows about CIA operations, talks about, I'll read one paragraph, two Spanish officers sentenced for roles in fake executions. Uh, Zaragoza, Spain, July 24th, two army officers who herded villagers into a public square for mock executions, they didn't really execute them, were sentenced today for prison terms of four or five months, military authorities said, a military tribunal called Tuesday, that officers Captain Carlos Allerman and Lieutenant Jame Jame Inguez uh, had been overzealous in carrying out the orders. They were ordered to stage mock invasion of a town to make it realistic as possible and they went too far, said a defense ministry spokesman, Lieutenant Jesus Del Monte. Uh, the bizarre incident occurred in Spain. Similar events using the same tactics take place somewhere in the world almost daily. Despite the apparent demise of the Cold War, they have one unique characteristic, seldom if ever seen in regular warfare, that sets them apart. Incidents such as this one reported by the time serve to incite warfare rather than bring it to an end. To give the age-old concept new meaning, they make war out of practically nothing, quote-unquote. The methods used in Spain are almost precisely those used by the CIA. Among other cases, the Philippines in the early 1950s and Indochina from 1945 to 1965... These will be discussed later chapters. And the Special Forces troops have been trained at various U.S. military bases under CIA supervision and sponsorship. Some of this training is highly specialized, using advanced weapons and war-related material. Some of it takes place at American universities and even in manufacturing plants where advanced equipment for this type of warfare is being made. Then there are parallel military forces of other nations that have been trained in the Soviet Union. Today, these graduates by the tens of thousands are the leaders of the quote-unquote elite forces of many countries for the professionals used to breed a world of international terrorists. For the most part, they're not individuals or members of some small group, but participants in the most sophisticated worldwide complex of organizations. The Spanish example is a perfect case study in describing the methods and tactics of such units for, li- for, li- for illustrative purposes. Examples of operations in other countries will be merged with the Spanish example to portray more, comprehens- more comprehensively the potential of these tactics. Uh, the Spanish Army Special Forces troops had been ordered to stage a mock invasion of a town and make it look and feel as realistic as possible, quote-unquote. The army was ordered to create a battle that would appear to support evidence of insurgency. This is one of the secret methods of the secret war. These special armed forces are used as agitators, and it is as department employed to steal and kill, and doctors ordered to make people sick, to destroy their brains, to poison them. Such clandestine operations are designed to make war, even when they have to play both sides at the same time. And it goes into how the CIA... Uh, in his words, 
on any given day are out there staging and fake faking things. You know, like we talk about with the uh, oh Sandy Hook hoax, oh the Boston bombing thing. Um, am I saying the CIA is doing all of this? No, it's just that it is a method, a methodology of statecraft, whatever you want to call it. Just you know, mind control and manipulation. This is an element of it. Now, I'm reading this from this book, and I've just got through saying that this is a. I don't know this individual. I don't know what he's CIA or what he is. But I guess here's the point, is that, like I said, the facts, uh, this book's out there, and the fact is that this guy is regarded as somebody that knows something about the CIA, and peop- and the facts are that people regard him as such. Th- these are facts that I'm stating. Uh, within the f- context of the JFK assassination, and where I arrive at that is the, well, the book title is JFK colon, the CIA, Vietnam, the plot to assassinate J. John F. Kennedy, and his name is even spelled out in case you're confused about what JFK stands for. So we've established that this individual that is regarded as someone knowledgeable about the CIA and in their activities has written a book about the JFK assassination. And within this book and these pages that I've just read describe to you that the CIA, on any given day, is engaged in fake staged crap. Now think about that for a minute. So what am I getting at? It's that, and, and all the, everything that I've stated is a fact. But does this validate Jesse Ventura? Does this validate Fletcher Prouty? No, 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 no. I'm just... My take on this is that okay. Why is what am I getting at? Why is this out? Here? Why is this out there? Why 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 is this being put out there to be put into the minds of anybody that would have any inter- interest in the JFK assassination or anything about it? Like you know, kind of uh, run of the mill conspiracy theorists or whatever. Is that here's my take on it? Is that they have put this stuff in the book. And tell you, and there's such thing as limited hangouts and CIA parlance is that, you know, they could tell you partial truth. I guess to sum it up as, as succinctly as possible is that to, to give you an, an, uh, a certain impression or to put a spin on it or to give you the interpretation of something that is actually real, but only you get the you only get let in on a certain aspect of it for propaganda purposes. That's a limited hangout from what I understand. So this is more likely a, a, a limited hangout because I am pretty sure the CIA and we've we've pretty extensively exposed that that that's what the CIA does. They even have CIA. They're culture creators. We talked about this on Jay Dyer has done a lot of excellent work exposing this. Uh, John Adams went into like the chefs and the food and all that. Okay, so we I think we pretty much made a, a very strong case based on a lot of you know circumstantial evidence but nonetheless it is a very strong case that the cia is up in the shenanigans where they stage and hoax stuff uh this is in a book about jfk that's all i'm saying that's all i'm i think it's relevant and i think the reason why that this is in a book about jfk is that you can have this authoritative source perceived authority i'm not telling you that he's an authority i'm saying that he's a perceived authority that is a fact 
among conspiracy folks is what I'm saying. He is Fletcher Prouty is a, is a perceived authority. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that he really is. I'm just saying that he is a perceived authority. He's written a book about JFK and is talking about fakery. What that does, and this is my, okay, now we're going out of facts into my opinion, is that what this does is telling you that the CIA is involved in Kennedy. That's Fletcher Prouty's position. The CIA is involved in killing Kennedy. Really killed him, really blew his head off. The CIA is involved. In the same book, he's going to tell you about how the CIA is all up in fake stage stuff. So you're going to you're going to be in the know on the faking staging the CIA does. So you're in the know on that. And this is how a limited hangout works. By that being in that book, and Fletcher Prouty not making anything out of it, not not even hinting that JFK might have been a state staged hoax event by doing that. And I haven't read this book, so I may be totally wrong. If somebody's read this book and then and you're telling and you want to tell me that Fletcher Prouty says it's a fake stage event, please correct me. I would like to know, but I I, I haven't read the book. I've just I'm just drawing these conclusions based on past books I've read. And I'm pretty sure that Fletcher Prouty's position is that JFK really got assassinated and really got his head blown off, and it was some internal coup. It wasn't. It was fake. It was staged. It was a, it was a psychological operation. It's, it's, it's a social engineering project is what it was. This is how you get to where we're at in the modern day with what I just described. People talking will spout the most ridiculous crap and they have no idea what they're talking about. How do we get how did we get to this point? Well, these people are very skilled at manipulating your mind. And that's how you get to be so ridiculously stupid. Not everybody I'm talking to, I'm just talking in general. And if you're somebody that's kind of somewhat aware, you're aware of this fact. There's just bullshit, just fountains of Bullshit. Fire hydrants busted off spewing bullshit into the sky. Hundreds of miles up these jettison just everywhere. Just lies, bullshit, deception. People just regurgitating, spouting the most ridiculous nonsense. A man puts on a wig, so now he's a woman. And now we call him she. How ridiculous. How utterly preposterous. And now you got the so-called president doing it. How absolutely absurd. But yet, it's 2017, and that's what people do. So, they're telling you something that's true. The CIA does fake state stuff as theater in front of people to convey certain ideas, to get certain agendas pushed. And social engineering on different levels throughout the so-called third world, Cambodia, Colombia, South America, blah, blah, blah. They're everywhere doing this stuff. Um, Fletcher Pratt is going to tell you about it. In a book, he's talking about JFK. So that the what the ultimate result will be is that you can hear about fake stage stuff by the CIA 
something external to Prouty's book, something other source that's corroborating, that backs up what he's saying. There's plenty of it out there. And we talked about it, a lot of other stuff that corroborates that. And you'll never associate that or never even consider the possibility that JFK was a fake staged event because Fletcher Prouty didn't tell you. Because he certainly would have known, right? You trust him, right? Because you trust him because he's telling you true shit about the CIA and what they do and, and all that. But he, the way I look at it, he might have even wrote that book. I don't know. I don't even know who the dude is. But what I said are facts. And then my assessment of these facts, I think, is accurate. I think that's the way that's, these books are designed to manipulate you and to get you to think a certain way. And that's how it's done. Now, and, and, and the most effective way is to tell you partial truths and to mix it in with or, or something that they don't even have to mix anything in. It's just a lot of this is implied. You can have a position, and this is something I think that's important to understand in the rules of rhetoric, logic, and stuff. Like you can have a position, and you don't have to have, it doesn't have to be expressly stated. It can be implied. It's like um, when I was uh, talking about Mark Stevens and his position on veganism. He, ha- he has a position in there that is implied through a set of loaded questions that he asks that he believes is a strong case for veganism, which is absolutely not. Uh, and I think, I think I did a pretty good job of picking that apart. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. The op- the lines are open. We're here every Monday night and call in and correct me. That's really a big reason why I'm here for is like, I want to be conversant. I want to be correct in my thinking. I want to get my mind free of the shackles and snares. And the more I do it, the better I feel, the more, the less problems that I have. And it's therapy for me. And I hope it's therapy for you. And that is really the goal. Is it going to change the world or revolution? Nah, nah, no. There's too many, there's too many people that love lies and they'll eat all the, they'll eat all the bullshit and they'll come back for seconds every time. And that's just a fact. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's really discouraging sometimes, but Hey, this is all going on before I was born. None of it's my fault. What have I got to do with it? You just got to, you just got to deal with it. And I think this is a good way to deal with it. You don't deal with it by, Telling everybody the world is 4.5 billion years old and and be a retard. That's not a good way to go through life. Uh, Oh, caller enters. S, Texas. S, Indiana and Rochello. What's going on? Uh, Oh, it is time to bring on caller enters. Well, let's play the. Uh, I'm gonna pick a bumper that I haven't played in a while. Not that one. We are bound to classify you as unmutual. Call. Ghostbusters call. Join the discussion by dialing 724-444-1111. Four, four, four. 
She has a hard time going. She's in Scotland. And uh, I guess it's late at night there. I was trying to explain that. Yeah, you just got to. In America, we don't sleep, I don't think. I, I talk to a lot of people that just don't sleep. Last time we talked about uh, remedies and stuff like that. Yeah, I just drink some coffee, stay up. If you anything you want to do or whatever, you got to study later or whatever. It's like people pull all-nighters all the time. I always hear about people. In America, we pull all-nighters. We burn the candle at both ends. We get shit done. We work, 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 or work. We like our 60-hour work weeks. We love it. Love working. Uh, working is working and earning a living is like the highest uh, virtue in our system. <laughs> it's like, why? It's like, I don't know. It's because you're a fucking slave. That's why. Uh, sorry, but it's true. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, so, I, I guess in Europe it's different. Like places like Scotland, like where Kelly's at. I guess it's different. Like, uh, I get that impression. I talk to people that are from overseas and I was on a, on a Greyhound bus one time and the guy was from... Nigeria or something. He was over here, native Nigerian and stuff like that. He was like, "Yeah, it's everything here is about money. It's money. It's, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's America, dude. Yeah, it's all about money. All about the money. That is, they. You're coming to America. You need to. You can have like a pamphlet, like what to expect when you're visiting America." And just it could just be really just one fold sheet, and then you open it up, and it's like it's all about the money. It's all about the money, baby boy. Come on in to America. Just remember, it's all about. It's all, everything's about money. It's all about money. Everything's about money. You can get on. You can get a popular show podcast. All you got to do is just sell out, sell stuff, and then you got to you got to talk about how the Earth is four point five billion years old and do it with a straight face. And you can get pot. It's all about the money, though. You gotta, you gotta stick with that, because yeah, the the advertisers will say, "Oh, that's too controversial. Can't advertise on there." And like, say I was gonna get an advertiser, which I'm, which I won't, but uh, it's never gonna happen. But I, we could advertise, but that that young man, he's on there. I've heard his uh, program before and I, we can't, uh, we can't support his podcast. He's, 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 he's on there talking about how powdered wig powder is not real and that, um, the earth is not 4.5 billion years old and, 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 and parchment is not magical and we just can't support that kind of stuff see that's you know i never get advertiser they never could 
never can touch this with a 10-foot pole. That's where I want to be, though. I, I want to be out of range of the 10-foot pole. I want to be well out of range of the 10-foot pole. I don't want to be touched by any of that with a 10-foot pole. Have it. Um, but let's see what Rochello has to say. Rochello, do you have commentary? Or are you offering criticism? Or are you just going to give me a hard time? Or are you just going to like... What, 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 I mean, this is, it's all, it's all you now. I'm going to, I'm taking a restroom break. I'm going to set my headphones down and you got to, you got to take the floor. Show's yours. Rochelle on Oregon. Uh, <laughs> oh, you think I'm joking? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Well, let me. I think that's Southern California. I gotta go. I gotta go to take a break, but I'll be right back. Oh, okay. <clears throat> good, good, uh, good talk there, Chris. I haven't talked to you in a while, but uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and take over this show. Um, Southern California. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go ahead. <laughs> How's it going? <clears throat> I just kind of popped in here, so I don't know what anybody's talking about. And, uh, he just handed me the mic. I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to drop it. <clears throat> I just, I just, um, I just got on the call myself. Oh. Um, I am uploading another movie, or not movie, another video onto my YouTube channel. So y'all can check that out. Uh, well, cool. Every, that's, that's, that's something that only happens um, every three years. Uh, yep. That's you got it. Literally every three years. So, yep. <laughs> that's today. Okay. I know it's been a while since I put videos on. I put like two out in the last uh, couple of weeks, though. So, yay. Um, but uh, yeah, my channel is Mind Matrix One Hundred One. M-I-N-D-M-A-T-R-I-C-K-S-101. Mind, 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 mind. Matrix, matrix, matrix. Mind, matrix, mind, matrix. But um, how's it going, John? What's been up? Nothing. Just the... Hey, thank you so much. I, I heard you talk, say, say K-Ham and Rochello <laughs> in the uh, last talk you guys did there. And I actually really agreed. I was surprised and very appreciative. So thank you. I'm, I'm honored. Why would you be, why would you be surprised? Yeah, really? So I, I, haven't, I haven't been very, I haven't been very active lately. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to hear, hear my name coming out of your mouth, John. I appreciate you know everything that you guys do. I love listening to you and you and Chris. So throw that out there. Oh, cool! Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I like I like listening to you guys when you guys talk too. So. Oh yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I have a I have, I have a te- I have a. I'm busy with a teething baby right now. So. Uh, what do you mean? Te- did you just, your wife just have another baby? 
Uh, about six like, months ago, yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! That's amazing! I did not know that. That's so cool. That's cool, yeah. man. I hate kids, but that's cool. No, I don't hate kids at all. I really don't. <laughs> I, I, that's that's. I thought that you said that you weren't going to have another one for a while. That's what, that for some reason I have that in my mind, but I'm wrong. I guess maybe you said that after the fact that she was already pregnant, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that that was probably it. <laughs> pregnant wife, you're like, no, not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, the you know, they're yeah, when they're not vaccinated, they're wild. Yeah, yeah, you got to um, either that or volume. I think is what you're supposed to do. So. I think that the the shots are cheaper than, you know, the daily doses of Valium. Oh, yeah. You know what they did in the early days of civilization before they had the good vaccines and stuff that would take the edge off them kids? They had, I remember hearing about this because I think Grandma used to joke about it because I think it was around back in her her day was, uh, is it like laudlum or something like that? You ever heard of that? It's like something like teething. And you put it on the baby's gums, and it like knocks them smooth out. It's probably had morphine uh, in it or something. Yeah, it's an opiate. Yeah. So I got time, time for your laudanum, little one. Time for laudanum. Yeah, it's like it's like a um, knock them right out, straight flat out. That, that's what the that's what um that's what they used to before they had a methadone or anything like that. They used to give that to heroin addicts. And then the heroin addicts would get addicted to Dilaudin. Is that what yeah. it's called, Dilaudin? Yeah. Paragoric, I think, it's... was a brand name. Pair. I got to look it up, but yeah. yeah. There's a couple of different ones, I think. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of them. They've all got a similar name like that. Like, um, and, um,. Yeah, it was just over-the-counter stuff back in the day. No big deal. Right. Now, did it hurt anybody? I'm, I don't know. Never heard of any fatalities or anything as a result of that. Is it that bad to give more um, to a well, little? You know, well, probably not good. I don't know. Well, you see, around the time of the Jazz Age... And that's when they really kicked the drug culture into high gear. That's when people started becoming dilaudid addicts and heroin addicts, that type of stuff, because it, it, the culture went along with the drug abuse. So, Right. So, yeah. Did you say, you said dilaudid addicts? Dilaudid? You mean you're saying... Yeah, Laudanum, Dilaudid, there's a lot of, uh... Oh, there's different types. Op- op- opium-derivative drugs. Yeah, I would say that Dilaudid, in, uh, as far as, like, Dilaudid versus, let's say, like, Oxycontin or, like, your typical opiate drugs, I think Dilaudid's pretty fucking strong. Like, really, really strong. <clears throat> but fentanyl. is the one they're talking about now. Yeah, I've never heard. I've never heard. That's, that's a good one. 
that's that's my good. That's the good stuff right there. But uh, it was talking about kratom or kratom, or however they say it. Any of you guys ever tried that? I'm on it they're right now. As a matter it, of fact, they're about to make it illegal in some places, right? I think in some states, aren't they trying to make it illegal? Well, they've been talking about so it. You're on drugs. Yeah, I'm on drugs. Soon to be illegal oh. drugs. So you got to get on them before they get illegal. That's well, maybe I got a trend. So you get grand. They'll grandfather you in, right? So if they make them illegal and you've already taken them, then you're 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 grandfathered in. Like you can still take them because you were taking it before the ban. That's the way it works, right? <laughs> Certainly, they aren't going to make you go off the drugs. I got a kratom card. Cold turkey, yeah. Oh, is this uh, Cole Hobobo? You got a Kratom card? It's not even illegal, and he's Please. already got his card. He's one the step ahead. made me buy a $25 card in a little club. Oh, you got ripped off because it's not even illegal there. You don't need a card, but you that they convince you to buy one? Yeah. It didn't establish a place. It's a good place. No. Place in American popular culture by design or spontaneously. William Burroughs. Edgar Allan Poe is an addict. We're told. I don't know. Maybe that's a slander. But I'm not talking about no. William Burroughs and Edgar Allan Poe. I'm just talking about Kratom. Oh, you want? You tried it, um, uh, Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I was talking about it and stuff I was heard about it is like it, it sounds like a drug. It's, it's not even like it's it's really. I mean, for me anyway, it's like m- mild, isn't it? It's like really mild. It's not. It's not like getting high, right? Is that your experience? There's so many different types of it, but like a good one will just give you a little bit of energy real quick, and then it just puts you in a good mood. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like it. A, sounds like a double shot of espresso to me. It's like yeah, a really, no. It's a little me, better. Uh, this doesn't make my heart beat, beat up. It just it's just uh, too relaxing. Uh, I I never heard of it. Uh, some uh, I was working with some kid, and he, he just came out of rehab, and he just gave me a whole bunch of that shit. Powdered and, uh, powdered kratom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a green powder, and uh, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll try that shit. I have some weed. Like, I can't do it. I just got a rehab. Here, try some of this. And <laughs> I do it. And then, yeah, pretty, yeah. It relaxed me, but I forgot all about it, actually. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like a little... Just get out of rehab, try some of this. <laughs> Say that again, I just get out of rehab, try some of this. Well, the, good line. <laughs> well, what I heard about it is like people use it to get off of uh, opiates and stuff. And, and I can kind of... But it's not strong, though. It's not like... Like I said, it's not being high, but it's like a, it's kind of like a, it's like caffeine 2.0 or something. I don't know. But if, not, if you don't smoke cigarettes, it's better than nothing. If you're getting, especially if you're getting out of rehab and you're going to get tested all the time for a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. It'd take the edge off. It would. It would. I'm sure yeah, it would take the edge off. Nothing. Yeah, better than just going straight out. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I'm not, they say it's not, uh, really that habit forming but um i don't know it's not that expensive i could i could i could get hooked on it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal like, a little bit of coffee and if you're working i wouldn't do it every day 
No, that's what I've been doing. I've been throwing a little bit of my coffee. Just take a little scooper and put a little bit in there. Not much. And then uh, it, it. I don't even really taste it. I, I drink really strong just black coffee with nothing in it. And I put that in there, and it's like coffee, and then it tastes like there's a... It, it makes it taste like there's a little bit of green tea mixed in there. It doesn't alter the flavor too much. And uh, oh wait a minute now, now you, you got to say something about like the, gra- the grass-fed coffee. You got to explain that to us. What's the uh, the grass-fed grass? Uh, you know the super coffee that they're marketing. Do you know what the story is behind that? I Chris, talking about anybody bullet, I've asked? Bulletproof yeah, you coffee. Got it. Bulletproof coffee. Well, you put uh, all, all it is is you're taking coffee. And this guy that sells it, he's 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 advocating that you get you know good beans that don't have fungus on them. I, I guess that's a pretty good rule of thumb, anyway. But you put you just put butter in in your coffee. John does it. Yeah, it's bulletproof. Wow. bulletproof. Coconut, coconut oil too. Okay, I put coconut yeah, oil. I put in coconut coconut oil, oil in there because I can't drink too much coffee because it messes my gut up. But I put some coconut oil in there. I'm good to go. Bang zoom to the moon. Yeah, yeah. They got me hooked on coffee for sure. Uh, I I I like to create them. I'm not a drug guy. I don't. I'm not a pot guy. I I smoked occasionally. I'm not. I mean, but it's like the, I think the kratom is like. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's just a. Uh, it's not high, not high. It's just a. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I'll just no, it. Chris. What you need to do is you need to get my brain force. <laughs> don't worry about this kratom stuff. Just get the brain force. Get the DNA force. Yeah. Brain force, the DNA force. You mix those two together, and I'm telling you, you you won't be hungry all day. I mean, you might want to eat like a plate of enchiladas like later on in the night, but um, throughout the whole day, you won't want to eat anything, and you'll be you'll be. Um, I mean, you'll just be. Completely and totally off the charts. It'll make you look 15 years older than you are. And you'll get a craving to feel Charlie Sheen's hernia. Yeah, Alex Jones is like, I think he's about 10 years younger than me. And he looks older. He looks about as old as I am older. The story is Alex Jones was born in 1974. He's supposedly a year younger than me. All right, but not Bill Hicks now. Are we going to finally, uh, are we going to deconstruct the Bill Hicks, Alex Jones thing here? Are we going to put that off on the tape? Has anybody listened to that? Actually, actually, actually Alex, I don't know. Well, Chris knows this. Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan on Friday. Yeah, I was listening And he was, smoking, he was smoking pot and drinking whiskey. Mm. All oh, over, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. Well, city is from Austin. Apparently, so the story goes. I bet I bet Trump has snorted his share of lines. The president, of course, we've had presidents who snorted lines before, so what's the big deal? But you're right. No, no, no. He's a good. He's a good guy. No, no. I doubt it. Believe, I doubt it. Believe that, damn. The family man. He's a family man. All this pretense that no one believes anyway. That's why I say it's all. It's got to be the money. That's what's holding it all together. That's what's holding it all together. They don't need money. You don't need money. No, you don't actually need money. That's how they control people, though. Get them to go along with it. Yeah. 
But they got a role to play. They don't need. They're not controlled. They got a role to play. Well, their role controls them, but they don't need. They don't. They're not induced to do shit by money. They got family offices. They can't even have family office. They get a speed ticket. They get family office pays the fucking bill. If they want to do something, they want to open a, some a store. You know, family office, give them some money. It's just. They don't need money. They're fucking. They play. They're actors. It's a TV show. You got the Budos in Pakistan and Nehru, Gandhi's in India. The Vacuum Clan. Didn't they just cancel cash in India? I don't know. Yeah, they did. They froze everybody's uh, cash notes above a certain denomination. Chris, you must have been talking about this, right? Modi. Yeah. Didn't- I talked about it a couple of times, and I I think it's um, from what I understand. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not from India. Okay, so uh, from what I gather, it is a. Uh, it looks like a uh, positive sign because I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna catch hold. I think people are gonna go black market big time on there over there. Oh, I think wow. they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna freaking. They're gonna fuck up the program. I, that's what I think. Yeah. It's agenda twenty one, right? It doesn't. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. They, all you gotta do is you put the story out there. You build the narrative. You know what they call that? Day, then, in markets, in markets, they call that perverse incentive. <laughs> I've always that's the only concept in markets that I've I've ever really liked. Well, there's some others that I like, but perverse incentive. You know. I don't know. I mean, there's two, uh, two words. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not impressed with the shit I ever learned in school. I have to ask John something. You I think, think, you, think I got hustle. You think uh, Eddie Bravo would come on afternoon commute? <laughs> you got to try. Try to try, yeah. try to convince him to come on. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I, I had something yeah, to say. We'll, yeah, we'll I have something. I had something to say about Joe Rogan that I think is important because in this case, I do believe someone was murdered down there in Orlando, this uh, kid, Todashev, because uh, I saw something. If it happened in Orlando, come on. Now, the FBI, his his family was over here. It had to do with the Boston uh, Marathon event. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, and his his family was over here. I saw an interview with his mother and his father. They were truly upset. So I I don't know. Are you you serious? This is the one who they told us. This is the one who they see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and you can all laugh it off, but no. Even if the narrative were completely fabricated, even if the narrative and the person and the circumstances were utterly, utterly fabricated. Now remember, we had a whole we have a whole camp. What do you mean even? Why do you why did you qualify? Why did you say even if? Just say everything was fucking made up. You don't know. You don't know what was made up in Orlando and Disney World in Orange County. You don't know what was made up. You don't know what was embroidered over top of a drill. You don't know any of that. Their feet blowed off. I know people didn't get their fucking feet blowed off. Well, I'm not talking about the pump. I'm not talking about this. Is a problem, Chris? You got people doing their homework. I'm not talking about the Pulse nightclub. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I ain't talking about Pulse either. No. 
I'm talking about Brock and bombing bullshit. And, and Ken Feinberg paid off. Ken Feinberg paid everyone off for that shit. The forensic pictures that it's I saw of this kid Kodish have looked to me like the FBI beat him to death and wanted us to know it. <laughs> oh my god! It, it, to be fair, it's Orlando, which is Disney World. Like the entire fucking now. Yes. What did it look like? Let that TV? On TV? You, saw you it can on go TV, on. Right? And, and here's what like I want: Has a single one of you gone online and looked at the pictures? It, no. Now, let me let me finish my sentence, though, okay? So I'm saying right. that in Orlando, they have a lot of crazy things happening there, a lot of bullshit stories. Um, kid gets eaten by a fucking alligator. No, um, no that's not what I'm talking I'm talking about in what, the aftermath. Hey, what I'm trying to tell you, though, is that there's a lot of wild stuff that goes on there, so it's not... So, to be fair, when I hear Orlando and I hear... Well, we have people in Candy Hook who got down. Because to of be their, you got suicided. They do kill people. Hey, you guys, they do kill people from time to time. <laughs> they do actually kill people from time to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't believe this. I don't believe what this is. They do actually kill people from time to time. No, they do. Of course they do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know. We know that they do, but it's not the. They didn't kill them in Boston. Well, I don't know if anybody died in Boston, but from the pictures I saw of Todeshev down well, there, who knew, wait a minute. Why did fucker in Orlando because, uh, and because of whatever happened in Boston that might not have happened? The media, I mean, the media put pictures out there. So? Of, that probably means it didn't happen. Of the corpse. Wait a minute. Well, I want... Have you looked at them? Have you looked at them all? Have you Have you even evaluated them? I don't have time to be looking at this bullshit. Uh-huh. Okay, so now your whole thing is you don't care what happened or they did, did or didn't happen. Because <laughs> it's on TV. I, no, I don't care. If it's on TV, no, I can't care because I don't know if it happened or not. It's well, they want us to think that the FBI beat a guy to death and killed him because he was a non-cooperating witness. Because he was and a non-cooperating witness. And I, don't, and I don't think that, because I didn't care and I didn't want so the episode, the, the, You don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to investigate it. You don't have to look at it. You don't have to see if the guy's no, backstory. You don't have to see if the guy's backstory or family are actually for real. They're over here from, uh, no. from Chechnya or wherever the hell they're from. They're over here. No. I saw an interview. I've seen numbers of interviews with his mother. I'm very upset. They're so. claiming the FBI beat their son. They're claiming the FBI beat their son to death. You guys wouldn't give a shit if it was real. I can't tell you that's how the new work. That's the thing. You wouldn't give a shit if it was real. Yeah, that's <laughs> not true. I can't give a shit. It's so it's easy. easier for you to say, it's easier for you to say, ah, yeah. that's just another fabricated yeah, yeah. narrative. You're right. No. So, yeah. just, but what I'm saying is, even if it is a fabricated narrative, it still, needs, if, to be, okay. it still needs to be dealt with. Because it's a message. It's a message. Now, I say once again, if you think they don't actually kill people or suicide them, or maybe they make it look like maybe they get off. put it in the news. That's for sure. Okay, can I interject? Let me. Uh, right. Right. No one's ever. Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think they ever kill people to make an example. Let me. Uh, inter- you know nothing about gangster life. You know nothing about gangster life. Let me. Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me say something. Allegedly, this guy, Todashev, was involved in a triple homicide that took place on September 11, 2011. Well, that was made up. That was made up. That part was made up. 
That part was oh, made up. Oh, that but it looks to me like, made up. There we like go. he was there. running around. Look, <laughs> there was a whole camp. Have any of you even been to the campus of Boston University to talk no, to people who know that to the students there who know no. the Sarnias? Have any no. of you talked to kickboxers or mixed martial artists who worked out and rolled around on yep. a mat with Sarnayev? No. They're Have real you? people. They're real Have people. You? They're MMA people. Yeah, it's called the agent. What does that mean? Now I don't know. I don't know whether they were killed. I don't know whether no. they were abducted. I don't know whether they were extracted. You know, a Korean divorce like to say they were extracted. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But I know there's a whole freaking campus. Okay. There's a whole campus. See that? That's the whole thing. Get your take your cream. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Rochelle. Rochelle called. Remember what was that two years ago, Rochelle? You called and you asked about Joker Zarna being incarcerated, and you couldn't yeah. find anybody with that name. Was it, they couldn't find isn't that correct? Oh my god, I should I should do it again too. They couldn't find anybody with the name. I made sure that I spelled it right multiple times, and he's just look, he's just not in there. Okay, but there are some people who are in there. Like you can look up other high profile places, you can find their names. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that those were real, but I'm saying really interesting convenience that the Joker is not in the system. So well, did you yeah. call the MMA guy? No, his older brother was the MMA guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I his older brother was the MMA guy. And my and the reason why I bring it up is because Joe Rogan completely avoided the subject, and these it uh, in fact. Both Todashev and the elder Tsarnaev apparently were contend were trying to get on the well, had the ambitions to be Olympic boxers. They had competed, and uh, you know they had you know and I you know and I ha- it happens I haven't seen any of their fights, but I bet I could go out and probably find videos of their fights. Maybe it might be copyrighted. It might be copyrighted. But the thing is, they were known they were known in the. Uh, in the boxing and the mixed martial arts community, they were pursuing careers, looking at the possibility of pursuing careers in that. Really so, so they were known. They were known that way. And in the case of Todashev, I want you guys to look at the pictures. That's all. And tell me no. that I'm just being jerked around by fabricated pictures. I want you to look but at they, the pictures. If no one got blown up in Boston, why are they going to go kill some fucking dude? They went... Nobody, no. They went down there. The FBI apparently was down there. Supposedly, we are told they were interviewing. We were told they were interviewing or interrogating a witness, and something went wrong, and they had to shoot him twice in the head. Now, I don't think they'd be telling us that. Do you believe the thing I'm saying is he blowed off in Boston, Lynn? No, I don't think anything. So why do you think they're going to go kill some fucking with? Because I think he was down there saying exactly that. I think he was down there maybe blowing the whistle on what went down in Boston. Yes. Because he was very close to the Sarnayev. Blowing the whistle, like the officers? He was running around around saying, this is bullshit. I know Sarnayev. He couldn't possibly be involved in anything like this. So, in other words, somebody was down here messing up the backstory. You know, I hope they set you up. I hope they fucking set you up. I hope they fucking set you up. I really do. And then you got to run around. I hope you've been profiled and set up, so then you got to run around. Yeah, getting people to believe. Yeah, I really do. I do. Right. Talk about perversion, well, Adam. I hope it happens to you. I wish all the best to I you, too, man. So, 
right into it. Stumble right into it. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be driving around delivering pizzas with a bomb around your neck. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how insignificant you might think you are. If they got a profile on you, they can set you up for anything they want. Who is thinking they won't? Stop wishing it on me. Well, now, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan never said a word about any of this. Why? As, almost as though it didn't exist. And so I, I sent him, I published an open letter challenging, saying, we now have a narrative in the media. You published an open letter to Joe Rogan. Yeah, I did. You can go out there and read it, asshole, if you want. Well, you got to call me names. I love you. Because I don't like your fucked up attitude. I don't like your fucked up attitude. I really don't. Right. My bad. I'm going to get set up behind uh, Lynn, you. Attitude, Yeah, I'd like to see I, what your attitude would be like on a mat. I would. Lynn, I, I'm mad. Where do you live, by the way? What region are you in? you got so I'm much fucking Texas, attitude. Though. I want to see what stands behind that attitude. I'm in Austin, Texas. Adam? Austin, Texas. Yeah, down there. Yeah. Alex Jones country. Yeah. Lynn, I rolled a blunt for you. Take a couple of hits. Calm down. Okay. I don't know whether they killed some uh, killed a witness or not to shut him up. I know somebody's already dead up to Sandy Hook because they were shooting their mouth off. <laughs> you think they don't actually kill people and you don't care? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it, Chris. This is where Hoax Busters has arrived at. Well, let's, uh, let me... They may not kill let me uh, let me comment on what you just said. This is where hoaxbusters arrived at. Well, where have we arrived? And why doesn't the alternative media talk about fakery? It's because of exactly where we arrived. Where when you hear something in the news, you initially, which I think is a rightful position, you should just take it with a grain of salt. It's probably it 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 it, it most definitely has the potential of being fake. Now, am I saying that the guy didn't get killed or not? I don't know. But here, did the you fact, examine the data? Did you examine any of the data I didn't, at all? I didn't, no, I don't. I, but I heard did about it. Did anybody here examine any of the data? Okay, what is it going to? Anybody is, in this group examine any of the data? Possibly be mad at us. I mean, because I'm really disappointed. I thought this crowd. I thought this group. Once you see the fakery in Boston, why, why continue looking for more fakery? Well, because you know, if the next that's... thing you're being told is that someone's been accidentally <laughs> killed while they were being interrogated by the FBI, that that. Some, yeah, agreed. But then sometimes rabbit holes need to. I mean, sometimes you just end stopping, you know, because you just if none of it matters, so why really I'm, hey, hey, look, if none of this is real, none of it matters. Why am I even talking here? Well, I'm well, not going to tell you. Know. Really, let me know. Nothing happened in here. Ain't nothing happened in here. I could give you so many different stories of a lot of different incidents that people were involved, and they they say in different news articles that this person died, this person died in a suspicious car accident. They do that all the time. They're just writing people out of the script. I mean, seriously, yeah. it doesn't matter how elaborate it is. Whatever. You, either way, you should have a little empathy in 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 people just stopping with 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 Act One of the Boston bombing and not even sitting in the theater for Act Two. So you should at least have sympathy for a mind that fucking writes it all off as bullshit. Yeah, until, the until the until the day you know, because you can't go down until I go down every rabbit hole and it all connects until but, the data shows up. <laughs> until the data shows up and then you start looking at some of the pictures and you you realize some of it's real 
What's up? I'm not going to punish other fucking data. You know, that's 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 my own like argument. Like, no. you know, once I saw the once I saw the fake stub legs and you know all that shit and you know repositioned actors. Like, I left the theater on that on that. Uh, episode no, his of family Dumb required. If, if you hear me out, his family required a court order to get those photos. The FBI tried to withhold them. Justice Department tried to withhold them. Why do I, I have to be caught? You people you know, know nothing about this case. No, you know, hey, I'm not saying I'm I do. Gonna, I'm saying I'm sympathetic. Go. I gotta go. I'm saying be sympathetic. I don't say I know fuck all on this shit. Right. Read exactly. Like I said, that's yeah. why I can, I can tell you. Right. I know everything about everything. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of that. So because you read an article. No. You read an article. Now suddenly, it it has some legitimacy behind it. Well, I don't know how you know that. Why don't you fucking know that? Did not do that. You know how much of it is real? Henry Herman's dad started the Air Force in Israel. I don't know how much of it is real and how much of it isn't. I don't know know the real name. I don't know the real name of the victim. You haven't read the article telling you it yet, huh? No, I don't know what to believe. I know who they're telling me it's Todeshev, and his mother says it's him. How did I know all this information that you found out? Is it because you, like, went and did investigations on your own, or did you read something and now you're just believing it? I mean, seriously. Well, this is the data that's available. Well, no, answer the question. Well, why should I believe anything you say? I, that's not the question. That's, so you're what, is the, what, what is the question? question? Why should I believe? Why, the question after is, I, how it depends on the sources, I suppose, yeah. It depends. It I'm does depend on the sources. It. It, it does depend, depend on the sources. And everybody else heard the question, Lynn. Repeat it. The question, the question is, how did you find all this information that you're telling us? Did you actually go and investigate this, or did you just read something, and then now you're telling us about it? I mean, it sounds no. like you read something. No. I would say I spent a few months reading, looking, at picture, looking at a lot of pictures, that you were given watching, how, how watching interviews, watching interviews she, from local she news to the media. MMA guys. She talked to okay. the MMA guys. And oh, okay, case closed. Harley Flanagan was an MMA guy. And Todeshev and Todeshev and the Elder Tsarnaev were real people. Okay, and they were they were mixed with the And they're both gone. They're both apparently we are told dead. And one of them we're told is dead because the FBI was interrogating him and things went wrong. No, so I don't I don't really know. And Joe Rogan doesn't want to talk. Hey, listen, Joe Rogan doesn't even want to acknowledge it exists. That tells me there's something going on. It's pretty good at it. Here's the number one podcast. So yeah. He's rocking it. That is to say, the fact that you... that I believe Joe Rogan. The fact that, that people weren't even talking about this, because to me it was, the narrative is kind of shocking. If I saw it in a movie, I'd think it was kind of shocking. But the fact that no one's even talking about that narrative, that the FBI killed... You're talking about oh, it. Oh, wait a minute. Killed well, someone told you about it. Well, because nobody here's the thing. Why is anybody talking about the sky is purple? Here's the thing. So, if you see a cover up going on, there are cover ups, aren't there? I mean, there are crimes. There are crimes. Second order. You're right, you don't worried know, so about second and third order bombing bullshit. How, how do I know pizza gate? Hold on. You're, you're, how do I know you're any bullshit downstream? Hold on. All you're doing is saying, saying, all you're doing is saying, all I hear is lady nothing. So. Hold on. Hold on. 
This says that the Zarnot brothers were radicalized by M. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. Now. Liz, I'm so that's bullshit, and we know it. What are you doing? What was that again? <laughs> See, you're, you're building a straw man. You're just building a straw man here, and I, I don't have the time for it. That's not the narrative I'm talking about. And I, and I refuse to allow what I'm saying to be misrepresented by your trotting out their narrative. That's not what I'm saying. And you know something? You people, I see the position you retreated to. No, I, I do. I see where you retreated to. Yeah, I, in this me, discussion. Me people. Yeah, everyone here, I see where that you retreated to. people is beautifully racist. In a, no, not racist. Every way. I love it. What do you mean by you people? Hey, Chris. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, no, I mean, they in this me discussion boy. right here, everyone here, you people, in this discussion, each one of you, you people in this discussion have withdrawn and retreated, and withdrawn and retreated from confronting the gangsterism of everyday life, and that includes murder. So you know, hey, I know. You know listen, I'm going to back away. You don't know me. You're in full retreat. You don't know me. retreat. Len, do you know who Daniel Coit Gilman is? Then full gallop off the cliff. Len, do you know who Daniel Coit Gilman is? Who? Daniel Coit Gilman. Never heard of him. How do you know he existed? How do you know he existed? You went to John Hopkins, right? What do you mean? How do you know that? Where's well, this? Did well, you read this somewhere? He started, he, started, yeah. he started Cal Berkeley. Read about him. And, uh, oh, Coit uh, Gilman? Daniel Coit Gilman? There's, there's a yeah, school named Baltimore. named after him here in Baltimore. I know who he is, yeah. No, there's a fucking no, that John Hopkins named after him. He's a treasurer for Skull and Bones. Russell's in trust when they started that shit. Now, where's your you spend your time hey, we're you about your album. Hey, uh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Can we take it down like a couple Baker. of notches? Just, just, just a couple yeah, of notches, you, Where'd you read that? Where'd you read that? Just, what was your story? Yeah. Quakers. With you there. Oh, the Quakers. Oh, okay. Daniel Quaker. Well, they can Daniel be reliable, to be honest, I'm sure. And Andrew Dixon-White. All, yeah. your sources, all your sources are authentic. <laughs> No, that's official story shit. I don't. I don't believe anything. Right. That's your school. That's your school story. Check in for it. That's where they start. That's that where medicine, awesome. medicine started. That was beautiful. There was Sir William Osler, and then run by that. We need to take a. I need to put in a word. I need to put in a word for our sponsor, Duty Commandos. I got a. I got a correspondence from a listener talking about uh, the chastity belt that's making a comeback in Germany. I guess as a result of the uh, the immigrations and the and the rape raping of women from the immigrants. Yes, it's rampant, I've heard. Rampant. Yeah, Duty Commandos has a latch where you can add your own padlock so that it restricts access to your uh, to your <laughs> undercarriage for that reason. I, see, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't we'll put see, in a... I, I don't do enough promotional stuff. That's explain, why I'm poor. Chris, Chris you're not explaining that right. What, what is if it's a woman... If it's a woman... See, if it's for a woman, it's an adult diaper, but it's also like a like a maxi pad for the women. So it has a padlock. 
Oh, yeah, that's 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 uh, Jim. Jim and he's also in Austin too. Sent that, and yeah, he was he's concerned that we'll see. Duty Commandos has that feature, and I don't put enough. I don't don't do enough sponsor stuff. So like, so our listeners are not even aware, John, that yeah, it's already covered. Duty Command, you got to put your own padlock in there, but yeah, the the holes are there for you to add your own padlock and yeah and, and on these shorts they're advertising here i'm looking at like it's saying while democrats are chasing trump for his travel or uh, chastising trump for his travel ban twisting it to a ban on muslims we have muslim staff travel here freely green card blah 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 now in germany by the refugee men pretending to be boys and get have torn the country apart raping women in swimming pools and on the street or jogging a new trend is starting in germany the chastity belt is making a comeback safe shorts are the new thing in europe you have to wonder why. So they got safe shorts where you have your, uh, yeah, they don't look nearly in the ballpark of the security that duty commandos will offer you with its uh, Kevlar outer Is this show. a satire or is this real? Is this a satire or is it somebody really marketing this? I do. I, I, let me ask you, Lynn, do you think that I'm really hawking bulletproof adult diapers on my, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm not. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what message you're communicating behind it. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're saying. I'm I mean, just for the record. I, is this your satire? For the is this your idea of satire? Satire. Me? For the record, it's comedic relief from all the verbal abuse he's from you. The. I mean, I don't know if there's a rape problem in Europe or not. I'm reading a lot about I it. I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not there. I've heard it. I, pr- I probably is. I mean, there's let's a rape problem. Let's make light of it. Hey, let's make I, light of it. it. It might be real. It might not. <laughs> you know, hey, it's on them. <laughs> How do you like that? By the way, by the way I, Daniel Coit Gilman, that's, that's, that's what Gilman Street is named after. That's where uh, the, the punk club in San Francisco started. Right, Nina? Uh, I don't know. That's a uh, strike. The Gilman School was a prep school. I know Gilman is in San Francisco, 924 Gilman, but I didn't know uh, the name Coit. of it. Daniel Coit Gilman. Yeah, that's it. Daniel Coit Gilman. He started Berkeley. Yeah, he, he kind of started so Sheffield at Yale, Sheffield Lab. Then he went to Berkeley. He uh, he hired Gilbert Lewis, I think. Is that the guy's name? Whatever. And he started. That's where he got... You know, they found plutonium, you have Glenn Seaborg, the greatest alchemist of the 20th century and all that bullshit. You have the Cyclotron. You know, you have Oppenheimer. All them fuckers. Then he so, goes to... Then he goes so to the notion that and he said American it, medicine. The notion of depleted uranium. He started up with Flexner and all them. And, uh, isn't real either. So is depleted uranium real? Hollywood. Is depleted uranium real? They started pen- Punch card to keep track of the fucking cattle. Is depleted uranium real? Is depleted uranium real? No. Did it have, does it have effects? Or, or were you just being jerked around about that too? Probably being jerked around because we're being jerked around about everything else. You ever heard of Alfred Loomis? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm hearing this from. Uh, you, ever heard of, you ever heard of sonal chemistry? Go Google that shit. The bubble cut cavitation. See how it makes heat. 
That's real chain reaction. Mm. Then Google sonoluminescence, the blue ones. Right. Then Google Terenkov radiation, the pretty blue lights at the bottom of fucking nuclear reactors. Right no, this down. There, there are no real wars. Yeah, there's no real depleted uranium. They don't coat bullets with it. Yeah, all right. Simpson was his mentor. None of it's real. Uh-huh. No, it's real. They make heat. It's still in the chemistry. They shoot sound rays. Yeah. That's fucking water. And make bubbles. And you understand it. You studied it. Well, no. I fucking check into the house. I've been doing this shit for years, Lynn. I'm at some it, day. It AIDS real, Lynn? Well, you're Bobo. No, I mean, I'm pretty much... You're with that shit. You're I, off the limits. I'm, I'm ready. He's, he's also the dude who made Moran. <laughs> Long-range navigation. The shit we call GPS nowadays. Well, that gets Lynn, 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 it's, it's, it's he started, he started It depends what you mean by AIDS, because if you take Peter Duesberg's analysis of it, he says, yeah, there is a syndrome, but... That's where you get cavity magnetrons and shit like that. AIDS do to us what they say it does? No, 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 there's no, there's no viral... There's no African AIDS. Right. But how do you know? You've never studied it, Lynn. Well, I've read papers on it, a lot of papers on it, and I've read them over like a period of about 20 years, so yeah, I mean, I've read a lot of stuff on it over 20 years, not all of it was credible, but but yeah, I, I found, and I've watched interviews with Peter Duesberg, and I find him to be convincing, yes, so, and others, you know, well, he seems sincere to me, what do you want me to say? What does that even he had marshaled his arguments, you know. He, he says he says well, that what was called, a, and it makes sense. It makes sense because it's kind of empirical. He says that uh, the population empirical. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, the population that they were identifying as prone to suffer from this syndrome was uh, consuming inordinately high amounts of amyl nitrate and engaging in frequent bouts. Anal, anal nitrate. Well, A M A M Y L N I T R A T E, something called poppers. And he's doing a narrative. That that in combination. So the good guys are even in on the narrative. Well, you got to believe. Stop believing in people. He's full of shit too. No, I got to evaluate each one of them. I got to evaluate each one of them on an individual basis. I can't, you know, like I'll listen to somebody. I'll listen to somebody make an argument, and first I'll say maybe a false. They may believe something false, but if it's coherent, that is to say, if it has a high degree of explanatory coherence, I'm going to give it a hear. I'm going to give it a listen. Doesn't mean I accept it as true. I am going to apply standards of logic to it. Of course, a lot of that logic is going to be based on assumptions. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, because I I don't want to. We gotta we gotta have a conversation. We got like four five people now on on the line, so I I I gotta interject. But let me just say this real quick. Um, so we're off we're off talking about AIDS. Well, I just want to interrupt for well, a second here. No, you're not going to. Hang on, Lynn. I'm about to mute you. Of course you. You you're just... going to interrupt. I do think the FBI killed somebody, and I think. God damn. Shut up. All right. Sorry, Lynn. Um, it's like, okay, what is the reality? You go to the doctor, and the doctor tells you that you got AIDS. That's the fact of reality. You go to the doctor, the to- doctor tells you you got some disease, and you go on some drug regimen. 
That's what happens. That's what actually happens on on the ground, on the the boots on the ground, the real reality of it. Whether regardless of there's really a virus or what, we don't know. We have to take the word of the doctor, right? And what are, and the doctor presents himself as some anti-establishment like this Peter Duisberg individual where he's going against the established order or whatever. How do you know that he's telling you the truth? Well, you don't know. You have to take his word on it. You don't know the guy. But the reality is we live in a system where you can go to the doctor, the doctor can give you a diagnosis, and then you got to go in for a quote-unquote treatment, right? Well, I know firsthand, and this is not something that I read on the Internet or that I'm being uh, – you know, speculative about or anything. I know firsthand of, I, I don't know how many people, I know at least over over six or seven people that have got diagnosed, they start going to the treatment, and they're dead within a year. They're dead. Now, is that because they actually had some disease or did the treatment kill them? I'm pretty sure the treatment, the the, the cancer treatment killed my dad. I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. Now, what he would have died anyway, I I don't have any real way of knowing. But we do live in a system where people have absolute faith in doctors, and and I've already went over this, and I've went over this multiple times. Uh, doc- doctors are the third leading cause of death, according to the peer-reviewed paper. Now, the peer-reviewed paper is there. It's in the peer-reviewed journals, if you want to go check it out. Barbara Starfield, uh, is America's healthcare system the best in the world? And goes into all this and breaks it down with statistics and all that. Now, am I saying that that is absolute fact because it's in a peer-reviewed? No, I'm not saying that. But there's other th- – th- now, that does – uh, it does back up my anecdotal evidence and my observations. So I tend to go with stuff like that and just stuff I've heard. It's like a, my mother just about had a heart attack because she was prescribed some kind of cough syrup. And then she went and looked it up online, and there was people saying, oh, yeah, this is causing heart attacks. And, okay, so she did she almost die? Could she have died? I don't know. But it's like that. that is a fact. People go to the doctor. The doctor will give you shit. And you're dead within a year. And I, I was put on lithium, and it comes to find out that people on lithium that that are males especially will have a 75% kidney failure rate on lithium if you stay on it. And I was going to the bathroom every, like, 10 minutes. My kidneys were about to fail before I got off of it. And I know that. I experienced firsthand. I know it. So the doctor will kill you. They will kill you. And they don't even think twice about it. They will kill you, actively kill you. They are they are murdering people, so that's the reality. Now, now they can come up, they can concoct a disease, they can concoct concoct any number of disease, you know, and what whatever they tell people, people will believe, and they'll say, well, you need this and this for that. I did I ever need lithium? Hell no, I didn't need that shit. Um, it it was most likely after researching and looking into it, it was most likely I was mercury poison. There was a lot of people that say that it's like mercury is not good for you. I had a mouthful of mercury. I had them removed about five or six years ago, and I've been steadily improving. And I haven't had a, a manic episode in years. And this is all is it is it because I have the mercury out of my mouth? I, I'm thinking that. You know, if mercury is indeed toxic, which I do believe that it is, that maybe having a mouthful of the shit has something to do with my mental state and my sense. Probably. That sounds plausible to me. It doesn't 
now what the doctor will tell you is like, yeah, we could we could pack your mouth full of mercury, and it's fine because it's not it's a dental application. And but you know if if we take it out and we drop some on the floor, then we got to call the fucking hazmat team. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, that doesn't compute. But for most people, it's fine. They'll, they'll do it. They'll take mercury in their mouth or whatever the doctor tells them. But that's – do we need to go into debate about whether AIDS is real or not? It's like, fuck that. It's like the, the reality is that doctors are just right now killing people, just killing people left and right. And I believe that's true. And it's like, do they concoct diseases for social engineering programs like AIDS definitely was? It was a social engineering program. That's that's what we're looking at. These deaths and these Boston bombings, the people associated with it, it's 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 all about social engineering and shaping your mind. That has that has all to do with that. It's propaganda, it's PR, it's infomercial, however you want to look at it, and it's designed to shape and mold your mind to get you thinking a certain way about certain things. That's what it is. That's what it's that's what its intent is. The media is not there to inform you, it's there to brainwash you and, and to shape and mold your mind and your perceptions about things that's what it exists for it's not there to inform you to entertain you it's hollywood or none of that is there for that reason it is there to keep you as a slave inside the human ranch to keep you in order it's like how do you, how do you think that it's maintained itself for so long how do you think that everybody goes out and does a 40-hour work week and doesn't question it and we're getting all this you know the division of labor and machinery they're doing a job and still we work the same amount of time and we're getting uh less pay for more work and then how, how does everybody um uh stand stand all this these con- these ridiculous cir- set of circumstances well we, we're thoroughly mind bombed uh, on a regular basis keeps us you, you got it it takes a lot to keep this many people uh in line so it's like, yeah, so they're going to tell you anything on TV that's going to sell you the narrative and to keep you in a state of fear, to keep you in a state of worry. And then you can hear the FBI killed somebody for talking and whatever, so it makes you not want to talk. That's the effect. But if you're under the impression that, like, anything presented to you could be fake because, you know, we got pretty good evidence of that, like, in abundance – then it's not going to have the effect. It's just not. That's why the alternative media doesn't focus on it. That's why they don't talk about it. That's why they don't want to. They can they can touch on it, but it's like a hit and run type. Well, it's like okay, that's Sandy Hook was a fake because uh, it was so obvious. That's like I don't I don't know what happened with that one, but it was just way too obvious. They they really. I, I, I don't think that was indeed ten, intentional, but it's like it doesn't matter because the gatekeepers can say yeah that was fake, but everything else is real. So in effect, it doesn't have the effect. It's like people don't recalibrate their worldview, and and they still take stuff in the in the media as if it's gospel for some bizarre reason. But that's because gatekeeping. And that's because they know understand how people think and they go along to get along, and that's the way we're do because we're we're conditioned. But also, I think we have a natural inclination to do that. And that's why you have so many people believing in such ridiculous crap. And uh, that's that's what I'm that's what I try to point out here. But uh, who's still on the call? Oh, got still got Rochello, Sean, and Nino. Are you guys still on? Yep. But yeah, that's what I want to say. It's like that's. 
I mean, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with social engineering. We're dealing with perception management. We're dealing with, um, yeah, manipulation of the mind and mind control to keep us in line as slaves. That's what we are. We're slaves. People don't want to adopt that into their worldview because of pride or whatever. It's like, I'm not a slave. I'm a free man it's like oh well do you gotta everything is centered around money like what why is that why aren't you independently wealthy why aren't you i, I thought you were in the land of opportunity you're working your ass off it's like you, you, why it's like is he your slave it's like do, do some people get a relative degree of wealth where they don't have to work as much why is it they work anyway they could retire and they still work I, I know people personally. It's like they have plenty of money to retire, but they still work. They're, they're programmed. They don't know what to do with themselves if they're not working some slave job or corporate job. It's like I haven't worked a corporate or slave job in years, but I, I think the reason why I have, have been able to adapt to it because that it doesn't have the burden on me anymore because I'm out from under it. I don't regard myself as lesser or anything like that because I'm not holding down a slave job. It's like if I don't have to work, I'm like – fucking great i don't have to fucking work i don't have to go to work i feel great i'm i don't well, i don't like to gloat but man it's fantastic not to have to go to a goddamn job every day i'll tell you that right now do i do i now can i adopt the stigma and feel guilty or feel lesser i certainly i could but i i refuse to and that's 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 why i'm adjusted to it i'm i feel great i, I don't it doesn't bother me and people can and and like people don't really give me shit about it either. It's like oh, or call me a bum because they know I know that by anybody's standard, I'm not a bum. I've been working fucking jobs since I was 14. Now, who had a job when they were 14? I had a regular job when I was 14. So it's like you want to call me a bum, then you don't know me. That's it's just that simple. But like, um, yeah, it's these are mental constructs that if you want to, you can get out from under them. But you have to you have to have a love for the truth. You can't just like have a half-assed attitude toward truth. You have to like really want to know the truth and adopt it into your worldview. But once you understand what's going on, you understand that the shit on television is there for one reason and one reason only: is for social engineering and manipulation purposes. Period. There's no other reason for television to exist than that. It's not entertaining you. It's not informing you. It's not making you a better person. It's not making you a stronger person. It's making you sick of the mind, body, and spirit, and that's what all, that's generally speaking, that's what all the media is out there and is designed to do. It's to fill your head full of ignorant thoughts, to keep you ignorant, to keep you sick, and to keep you just out of it, and to keep you on the treadmill and keep you a slave. Did I need to say that? I don't know. That's kind of... All the media. At this point. All of the media. I said generally speaking. All of the fucking media. There's no heroes. There is no, yeah, and 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 I understand why people think that Trump, is, that like Donald Trump, for instance, just in his example, is somebody real. I understand why people believe that because if these controllers or whatever you want to call them didn't have something on the ball they wouldn't be in power right now they wouldn't be ruling from behind the scenes they obviously know how we tick and what we'll respond to so that somebody uh gets fooled or sucked into it it's like that's because it's powerful freaking mind control and that's the reason why these people are in power it's like where you go wrong is where you know and i repeat to myself it's like i i can be fooled 
I just got to keep that in mind that I'm not that I'm not beyond being fooled. I think that's that's where I you know because I I I strive to be that way. I, I strive to to not get so caught up that I'll get that I'll get uh, um, that that I'll reflexively react to some of the stuff out there because I'm I'm just I'm not saying I'm totally immune from it, but it's just like I've 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 uh, I don't know. I've just arrived at a different place. I'm in a different place. It just doesn't affect me. It's like I don't. It's like uh, I, I've I've given out the analogy that you know if if I was asked why I didn't vote, I would say, well, I, I'm busy. I'm I'm sitting down at the table and I'm I'm writing a nice handwritten letter to Ronald McDonald to bring back the McRib, and I'm busy doing that. I don't have time to vote. It's like, it's like what? What? You're crazy. That Ronald McDonald's not real. It's like he's fucking real. You just do you have you written him a letter? Do you know what you're talking about? He's real. He's bringing back the McRib. Just wait. And one day I'll be vindicated. The McRib will be back, and then it's like, what did I tell you? What did I fucking tell you? Ronald McDonald's real. Do you believe me now? Do you smell the McRib? Do you see the barbecue sauce? Do you see the pickles on there? It's fucking real, isn't it? It's like, what am I talking about? It's like it doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Well, it's, I I regard that the same way when people tell me about Trump or something like that. It's like that is so unreal. It's just like it's not real to me. It's like to, somebody trying to tell me cartoons are real. It's like I, I know they're not real. You can't convince me, Sean, that cartoons are real. I don't know why you're on here trying to convince me cartoons are real, Sean. The fuck are you trying to do, man, is what I'm trying to say. All I'm saying is believe in Trump. Cartoons are real. Believe. They're real. They were filmed <laughs> somewhere in the multiverse. They smuggled the film back through a wormhole. And Bugs Money as you or I. Just different laws of physics, different color spectrum in the other multiverse. And it was filmed on location. The the All cartoons are. Wiley Cody, uh, Coyote. Mayor McCheese is really a mayor of a uh, lot in Oklahoma, actually, I think, in, in the multiverse. <sighs> I don't know. I sound, I sound like a lunatic. But that's my response to – it's like Lynn's getting mad because I'm making fun of rape. I'm not making fun of rape. It's like here's the thing about it. It's like, okay, are women getting raped in Germany because of the immigrants? I, I, I don't know. Probably. Um, but okay, why is it an issue? It's because you're told it's an issue. Is it bad? Of course, it's bad. I don't want to see anybody get raped. It's ter- horrible. Um, uh, it, it's it's. But here's the thing. It's like I can go on there right now and read story after story about American cops on the beat raping women and molesting women. Is everybody up in arms of it? Fuck no. You know why they're not up in arms about it? Because they're not told to. It doesn't serve part of the agenda and the narrative and the talking points. The the immigration shit serves a certain set of talking points. It's like this is all the right wing could point out the hypocrisy of the left when the left is um, bashing Trump about the, the the flight ban. But at the same time, German women are gonna, like we want to import rapists. I guess that's the narrative and the talking points. And then you go back and forth and point out each other's hypocrisy. And then we could focus on women in Germany getting raped by immigrants when 
your neighbor down the street probably just got raped by a fucking cop last week, and she's ashamed to talk about it because nobody's going to believe her because we got our co- we got our ass stuck up cops' ass. We worship fucking cops, and we got fucking women that are getting raped by them, and and they won't come out and talk about it because it's not it's not cool. Then you're bashing cops if even even do that. Point out that they're raping, and it's disgusting. But see, we don't talk about that because we're not told to. We're not concerned, and we're not concerned. We're not going to pour our hearts for compassion for these poor women. They get raped by fucking American cops because we're we're mentally ill. We're not told to. We're not told right now that to talk about it or think about it. And we're not, and you know, it's like that's that's one thing I, I I try to point out a lot. It's like why is it an issue because you're told it's an issue that the people on the on the talking heads on the tv are telling you that's an issue because it's what they're talking about and then it's like and then you know lynn's gonna blow up at me for making fun of rape in germany it's like i'm not making fun of rape in germany i'm just trying to make a point that it's 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 there and put in your face for an agenda to serve an agenda do do people who point it out do they really deeply care about women over there getting raped no, it's it's secondary. It's 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 incidental to the to the whole talking points, trying to make a point, trying to or whatever to a to a liberal that they're trying to beat in a debate. It's stupid. Are they ever going to convince the liberals? Fuck no. They're not operating with any logic whatsoever. So you're not going to convince them in any kind of certainly not a Twitter flame war or whatever. It's just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Do I do I not care? No, it's not. That's not the point. It's that should I make fun of it? It's probably no. Lynn probably had a good point. I shouldn't be making light of it and and using it to plug duty commandos a non-existed product that I don't sell. Okay, that's a good point. I shouldn't be doing that. But it's like uh, I, I don't know. Wait, I'm just is, 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 is the news full of shit or is it not full of shit? I think now, it's full of shit. Why do we care about whatever they say? Have they not impeached themselves? How can she be mostly invested in a story that is a derivative of a fucking story that she admitted herself was bullshit? <clears throat> she had a fit over some fucking a story that is a derivative of a story she admitted was bullshit that she saw on TV, hey, hey guys. which is obviously full of shit. I know. It's like, huh? Yeah. Is this South oh, Indiana? How, how, how you doing? What? Yeah. Hey, it's yeah, it's Russ, Russ. from Florida now, by way of Indiana. But yeah, I uh, I just listen. Hey, does anybody anybody uh, anybody think Boston bombing was real? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Boston baked beans are real. Oh my God! I can see them. They're not really being formed as they eject. Nino, hey, 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 hold, hold on. Nino, he's he's got a counterpoint. He's saying they're not real; they're lentils. Okay. Well, we want to get our facts straight. Hey, I don't keep, your, keep your Hebrew shit to yourself, buddy. I don't know what a lentil is, but it sounds Hebrew. So I'm, not, I'm not for it. I'm not. There's something coated. There's something coated with Boston baked beans because they're kosher, but you put a strip of bacon on top, and then you fuck up the whole program with something non-kosher. I don't what the, it's a message in there somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Hey, those duty commandos though. Is that if you got like a case of like the uh, you got like uh, you know, say you're working like and you got you're assigned like uh, booty duty. Could you wear your duty commandos to that job? Like, are they work approved? Excuse me, sir. Did you say booty duty? Yeah. Is that what you yeah, said? 
fucking on booty. I'm sorry, is that, is that off color? For, I was about to say. I'd, uh, no, I mean, it's uh, in the Translate interest of... Uh, booty duty. In the interest of a uh, sales pitch, anything. If it, we're selling a product, anything goes. So it's like, uh, otherwise, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, oh, yeah. This is America, right? This is America. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, right. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> hey, you know, Brooke, what, you guys were talking about TV and, and, and advertising and the point of TV being totally just fucking social control or mind control. You know, it, right, you know, all that stuff. I kind of wonder, uh, do you guys think, um, I kind of don't buy, I don't really believe that, like advertising, quote unquote, is what drives like popularity in shows or any of that bullshit. I think it's just all fucking, you know, the shittiest show in the world. They just make, you know, number one, and that's how it's going to be. You know what I mean? You're told what you're going to like, and that's going to be it. But I don't really think that, like, do, or I should say, do you guys really believe that, like, Wendy's and, and shit like that, like, is really competing with McDonald's to get the 20 second clip during Two and a Half Men? Or, or do you think they just kind of fucking insert the commercial they believe? You know, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I don't. Do you think advertising really is even a thing, like for uh, other than to just like mind control itself? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. you and I couldn't get a commercial on there. You know, what I, like you know what I'm saying. No matter what money we have, I don't think money drives the show. I guess is what I'm saying. Like not, the, not, everything, not revenue stream. Everything's propaganda except for the commercials. Everything's right. propaganda except for the commercials. Yeah, like is it just like real? Yeah, the the only the only truth. <laughs> Truth in advertising. I heard these people would get so mad about like these people, like false advertising. I mean, are you fucking stupid? You know. But like, I think I think that they do. I think that they do use the numbers to gauge and see how effective the advertising is to see if they get their desired results. Like McDonald's. I think that's true too. With their breakfast, with their all day breakfast. I was reading something about it about how they were saying that the numbers weren't as high as they thought that they would be. Um, and they were expecting, like, to get a lot of new people coming into McDonald's, whereas rather, this is what the article says, that people were switching to the breakfast rather than um, corralling new people to go to McDonald's. And so, you know, it seems like they're trying to find what their goal is is to try and get new customers uh, into the McDonald's and that's, world. And that's kind of like a Have social heard. engineering. I mean, that's what I'm kind of getting to is that, like, it's, it's like the commercial is just social engineering. I mean, obviously it's just social engineering too. But but it, McDonald's did the article talk about like how they're real upset that they spent four million bucks or some shit that didn't work or so you know what I mean? Or was it just like did they totally leave that part out? You know, and and it's like you know if we wouldn't have McDonald's on there, it'd be J C Penney's. Like this, uh, I think there was a time maybe where like local commercials and stuff made some kind of might have gotten people to go to do something or something like that. You know go to your business or whatever. But like, but nowadays, I just don't think, I don't even think that the, the commercials are even, are even it, you know, where they're like a sponsor, you know, without like, as if without sponsors, television wouldn't exist, you know, like give me a break, right? Like, of course it's going to exist. It's going to exist no matter what. So, does that make any sense? You got, Hello? Well, I was just trying to ponder as to whether or not TV could exist without sponsors and advertisements. I just, I don't really, I don't know how that would work or what that would be. Well, it's all it's all owned by the state. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's all owned. The FCC controls what's on television, not me or you, right? And so the FCC is controlled by who, right? So this this, this television is just a, a mechanism of the state, like all things, right? And so, so the te- like, it would exist, I, I think. It exists on PBS, 
right? Then it would just be straight so, up propaganda without the entertainment part portion into it. Be like well, all, all propaganda. Fr- is there, you know what I mean? Right. It'd just be like it'd be like what it would be. I think that without the advertising agencies, I think it would be like the highway signs where it's like there's a cross on you know I eighty four or whatever. Like it would just be very like do this, do that. I think that the whole point of like the advertising stuff like that is they kind of make it fun and entertaining. And well, I think um, it's money. I think money drives so that like the the state owns, for example, everything. You know what I mean? Like a publicly traded company means that it's even celebrities too, though, which are brands you know, and stuff. Like that. Yeah, right. But like all all cult idols, like in the ancient world, right? They serve the state too. You know what I mean? You don't find any anti you know anti imperial really message on commercials or you know on television. So like or any media. Um, so like I wondered if. Uh, if it's just like, it all drives the economy centrally, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, it's all very, you know, in communist fucking, or in Soviet Russia or whatever, they had commercials on their TV too, you know, Victory Brand Vodka and shit like that. We just have more, you know, more uh, more fake choices that I think it's, you know, I wonder if like, uh, you know. Like advertising itself is just social engineering campaigns. It, well, like little, Of course, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, they are. It, I, I I know that they are, but like, like you're you're proposing that that is the sole reason for their existence. Like the the at, at, at this point, yeah. At this point, I think maybe. Well, I mean, you want people to buy the iPhone, right? Or you want them to buy, but who profits from that? You know, still ultimately the state. But like, you only, it's all there's only how many choices of phone are there really? You know, like the Android or the Android operating system or the iOS operating system, which so all came out from the really military. Two. What they admit right, that's all exactly. come all that side of the military projects, and then oh, yeah, they no hiding, turn into hiding, products. But, you know, yeah, you I mean, it's uh, by the fucking army, the army. You know, it's, I mean, what do you? <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Oh, what do you? What do you think about how? What do you think about? Um, yeah, okay. So the brands aren't actually competing or whatever. Like, like right. That's exactly what I'm saying. No competition. The so, competition is so, Right, and so the advertisement then is just kind of um what are you saying it's just it's, it's a way to like practice their social engineering it's a way to i think that they do try and figure out the best way to make people do this and that but oh for uh, sure yeah, for sure and i and so yeah so i guess they, they use the advertising as a way and they use like these brands are going against each other and so because of that <clears> they act like they have to advertise to us and all this stuff when really mm-hmm. it's just kind of when really you're gonna buy the same shit anyway i mean you go to the store they would decide anyway. Well, yeah. There's like 25 brands of brownie mix. Like 25 brands of brownie mix. I mean, Most that's advertising insane. is targeted you know? towards kids. Yeah, it's a way for them to practice their, a way for them to practice on us, like a way for them to practice to get us to do whatever they want them to do. And I guess they kind of divvy it up between each of these companies that are allegedly uh, competing against each other, which they're not. It just gives you something to do, too. You know what I mean? It gives you something to do, something to spend your money on, something to mm-hmm. spend your money on, something to... Yeah. You, yeah, and but I think also by by dividing up one brand into multiple brands like Lowe's and Home Depot and stuff like that, it's a way to it's a way to get to get different kinds of people because different groups of people are going to do different things, you know. So it's kind of like lifestyle, like giving people certain lifestyles and stuff like that. So I guess you know they know but they really don't have there aren't that are there really that many lifestyles? You know, like kind of not right. Like yeah, well, like they, just, single, they just made a whole another one. It's called transgender. There's a vegan. That's what I say. There's your single homosexual lifestyle. Right, but, and where's that? Where's, where's, where's the money for that? Come, you know, like 
you've got some show about like transgenderism or, you know, like some like show, like basically three's company, but transgender or something. Would it like, would the prod, would the advertisers on that show, would it be like, are they trying to, you know, like an idea that motive exists behind it? I don't know, you know, but it seems like or that it's there to promote something too. I don't know. Presentation and proposition aren't always the same thing. You know, often they are, but they're not always. Well, you hear like, that uh, in San Francisco, they're gonna they're gonna have uh, area sort of cordon off like a neighborhood f- for transgenders, like like exclusively for transgenders. And they said that it's like they call that a concentration yeah. camp. <laughs> well, no, it's not walled <laughs> off. It's just like a neighborhood, I guess, or oh, like I, some apartment <laughs> buildings or whatever. <clears throat> and and they're saying I was looking at that article and it was saying that. Oh, is, excuse me. <laughs> Nothing. I said it was balled off. Transgenders balled off. Oh, okay. Um, but it, what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the sorry to promote transgender culture. What? What the hell is transgender culture? Is it, anybody have any fucking clue what that is? What? What is that? What's transgender? Pizza well, gate. I've got. There's a there's one that pushes a garbage Low can down the street where I'm where I live um, and it's a guy he talks to himself and he pushes a garbage can I don't know where the hell he gets rolling garbage cans from but he pushes it up and down the street like it's a baby carriage and talks to it so that's part of the culture I guess that's pretty much all I see so any transgender <laughs> like, that I see, like a half half shaven man talking to invisible babies to, is a cultural well thing, he, yeah. he, He's pretending like the uh, garbage can, or he probably really does believe it, but the garbage can is a baby carriage, and he's talking to the baby and stuff like that. Oh. Pushing it up and down the street, looking like yeah, a... He probably works for NSA. Well, <laughs> they probably No, if you... <laughs> if the guy <laughs> is talking to his Camera. garbage can like it's a baby, and then he really... And he's really identified... He's now he's identified the trash can as a baby. Can he get, like... I mean, does, it, does the government and everybody recognize the trash can now as a, actually a living infant, and they can, he can get yeah he can he can get um, he can get like aid you know where you get those milk coupons so you can buy formula and stuff and then he could pour it in the trash can and shit like that like the government pays for it can he get it aborted can he get it aborted well I think the trash can what size how many gallons does it hold because if it's already a fifty gallon it's a little too late for that. It's it's just Nowadays, a regular garbage can that you set outside your house that it is not oh, going to so I don't know where I got, you got it, it from. Like I you got stole it from somebody's yard or something. But when, you're, when you're talking about the, when you're talking about the work thing earlier about how like you signed out of work and all that bullshit, you know what I mean? Uh, and the, how like people are obsessed with it. It reminded me that they, and the sign on the gates of Auschwitz. You know, I can't remember what it says in German, but it translates to uh, "to work is freedom." <laughs> work is freedom. Yeah. <laughs> like, the gates of fucking Auschwitz, you know. Hey, Chris, you can free, I, you know, like basically. Can I, can I just make a um, can I just make a statement real quick? I kind of want to be the first person out there. I feel like it's gonna be it's really hard for somebody to be like they're openly against transgenderism, but like there needs to be somebody who is. I want to be the first person that says I am openly against transgenderism because I think that it's a mental illness, and I kind of think that being vegan is kind of a mental illness too. I knew a transgender vegan. And so that's kind of why, where I equated those two things. The, but the uh, any any transgender person that I've ever yeah. seen is like a freaking psycho. You know what I mean? That's Remind what the American Pediatrics Association agrees with you. 
You know, Re- remind people where you're house from, Marcella. I'm from the great state of Oregon. Does the governor have an affair? You're an authority on the subject. Didn't the, didn't the governor of Oregon have an affair with like a 15 year old girl or 15 year old boy or something like that? The whole of the weirdos. Fink, okay. Finkelstein. You know about that guy, Rochelle? You know about that guy, right? Is that Portland? Or Finkelstein or something? He was the mayor of either Portland or maybe he was the governor of Oregon. Oh, yeah, they had some. Yeah, they some mayor. Yeah, they were like a fifteen-year-old, right? And then they tried to. They tried to. They had a recall measure, like to get him out of there, and the people voted against it. This is where you live. (laughs) It's just a really. It's a really uh, strange place to be. They said he's okay. You know, they said this guy, he's okay. Fifteen-year-olds, whatever. You know, (laughs) voodoo donuts. Come get get him. Work, work is freedom. It'll make. Or, no, I think it was. I think he was eighteen. It was just the fact that he was really young. No, you know? no. He was, I, mean, no. I just read an article in the Guardian two days. I mean, you know, well, I just read an article. I don't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe but, uh, our mayor fucking little boys. I have no idea what's going on around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, think you do, though, right? Like, you see, you walk around in the street. You know, I live in the middle of nowhere, Florida. These people are out complete lunatics here. So, we can only imagine. On the West Coast, where that Fukushima getting you, a Fukushima on you, you know? Oh, maybe they're mutants from Fukushima. Has anybody thought about that? Like they're not transgender; they're mutants. That's that's the way, baby. No, it's clearly a dude in a dress. I mean, seriously, no doubt about it. And the thing about it is that they don't even dress well. Like it's, that's how you know they're crazy. Like you know a crazy person when you see one because of kind of the way that they're dressed. And so these guys, like. I mean, he, he doesn't just put on, and I've seen a few of them, is what I'm saying. They don't just put on, like, a normal dress or whatever. It's, like, the weirdest fucking dress ever. Like, oh, you, yeah. You know, Prom queen. Why is that? And then, like, strange boots. Why? Because they're fucking nuts. What are you talking about why? You know? My dad used to say well, that. Well, I mean, but, you know. Shows. Yeah. watch these shows, I'd be like, why didn't the guy, you know, it'd be like the, then he killed his wife, you know, and made this elaborate ruse. I'm like, why didn't he just get a divorce, you know? My dad would always tell me, because he's fucking crazy. That's why. Don't you get it? Because he's fucking crazy. That's why he did that stupid shit. That's why he, you know, put a ma- uh, like a mannequin in the car and pretended it was his wife and thought no one would know. Because he's nuts. Well, I know that they're yeah. crazy, but I'm saying, why do they all gravitate towards the same kind of... Um, uh, I don't know, crazy shit? No, they have they have the same kind of style. Like crazy people have That's the same kind of like clothing style. That's culture. And so it's culture, almost right? like I mean, like if you let them go through like a bin of clothes, they would choose the same dress. That's what I'm saying. Like, why the fuck is? Oh that? yeah. And the this, wig, the same Dolly Parton wig. Maybe yeah. that's like, no, yeah. one of like, transgender culture. They yeah. wear the wig. They walk around talking to themselves. Yeah. Anyway. Well, is it talking to his baby? Not a trash can, it's a baby. Does it have to get vaccinated? He was walking down the street looking at the grass. He's like, oh my God, they cut the grass. Oh my God. Oh my. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was some, like, surprised neighbor or something like that. And they just pushed his little garbage can along. It's like, this is insane. Maybe he's just. Maybe he's just compelled to state the obvious. He's not really crazy. He just. he, He. he he feels like he's in a world where he needs to reassert the obvious all the time, kind of like myself. That that would make sense. 
Except for the, the fact funny that thing is just, that they, it's obvious that they just it. cut the fucking grass. Look at it. It's cut. It wasn't cut before. It's cut now. I cannot it. believe it. <laughs> you know, the American uh, Pediatrics Association released a paper, like, uh, I'm sure you guys might be familiar with it, but like, uh, and it had to do, I think it was out of fucking some studies on it. I think, I like, maybe John Hopkins. Papers. Or, yeah, I'm sure, right? And, and for instance, but. But, like, and, and these are the same people who do advocate vaccines, so what are you going to say? But at the same time, it did say that, like, they are wholly against this idea of, uh, of like, sexual, um, of, like, letting ch- kids choose, you know, gender and all this stuff. That it was just, like, categorically they reject it and say that it's uh, damaging. Yeah, you don't um, even let kids choose what's for fucking dinner, okay? So how the fuck are you going to well, let them choose gender? You know, you, 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 you don't, you don't, you don't, I don't know, I don't, it, have you don't sponsor it and stuff. But, I might have to help with something. That's a whole different, I mean, that's like a whole different animal, you know? A child, can, a child has to choose, like, a, you know, choose broccoli and stuff for dinner on his own, for sure. He won't choose no, candy bars unless it's psychotic parents. What do it brown they want to cover That's pretty much it. Right. I don't have a kid. But they do, but, program your children. That's what really happens is when you're raising a child, you're, doing, you're conducting personal mind control through the whole uh, developmental years of the child. So you're there's, programming there's a the child. It's the reason it's I think it's porous. And Isis, Horus, Osiris. It's a family cult. You know what I mean? Mary, Joseph, Jesus. It's the, 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 the family cult is the most powerful force in the history of civilization. Aside from, like, you know, the fucking global technocrat. But, like, this is what drives all things. Is, you know, the family, any idea of progress comes from it. You know, um, and, and it's and having some kind of cohesive, you know, structure to it. Um, and, you know, it's like... But, but the idea that like you could just um, that, I'm sorry, I forgot why I was saying that. Why I was saying oh, because the idea of programming or whatever, the child is you, you know, and you you are him, um, to the greatest extent. Like the, the the apple that falls from the tree, right? It's still part of the you know, the seed is from that tree. It's the same thing, you know. So you you program, but you also have to shield them from the programming of the world, which is just so just so toxic. But it, but it's own saying is like it is like a cult, right? So it is it's not in a bad way. The family is a cult. All families are. So you know, you have the, like the benevolent cult leader or you can have like the fucking Jonestown, you know uh Jonestown narrative, Jim Jones style. But you know so you can program people to do to be good things, right? Isn't that the secret of them? They say that's the secret of uh the human you know, the, the secret of human nature is that the human nature is programmable in exactly the same way that a computer is. So, or, you know, human beings are programmable in exactly the same way a computer is. There's a reason the Apple logo is an Apple bitten, right? It's not because it tasted good. But, um, but that's not a bad thing, right? Knowing that, you know, we know that we have to do something bad. No, it's literal. It's not bad or good. It's literal. It's what happens. You're either, you know, you... It doesn't necessarily have to be a apple distance, uh, you know, from a tree. You know, there there can be cognitive changes from the tree. <laughs> but you're literally, whether knowingly or unknowingly, you're programming a human being by hanging out with them, feeding them, giving them their way, taking things away, whatever discipline or action. Right. You're right. you're programming you, a mind. Then you should, you Good, should bad, indifferent. It's the literal action of what happens. So. When a child in Colorado Springs is 
you know, running around wearing a dress is because the parents kind of let that creep in and let the child wear the pants or the dress in the family. And, you know, there we go. And the parents, you know, that looks they like a big contract spectacle in all honesty, but we're supposed to think about it intellectually. So there you go. It's a fucking pile of shit. That's my thoughts intellectually on it. But uh, regardless, even if we are supposed to think about it, yeah, those parents, you know, they don't, they, they allowed the child to, choose this and they uh, quite probably endorsed it on many levels unknowingly or knowingly if it's real so that's the fact that it's being done if it's being done (laughs) if you witness it being done it's an endorse you you can you can call it you you know that it's being endorsed you know what i mean like every yeah my daughter doesn't look at pictures of transgenders on on tv or in magazines and i don't think she caused passism at her elementary school so yeah it's it's a like you said it's a shielding too um, she's going to go out there in the world and, you know, I'm programming your mind right now for that world. Right. And, it, and, it's, and, it's, it's, and it's good to know that you're doing it, I guess is what I'm saying. Because there is a good yeah, yeah. aspect to it. Now, whether something bad happens from that, you know, that's a whole different animal. But, it's, but, to, but to know that that's what you're doing is, is good, I think, you know, uh, fundamentally. Yeah. It is good to know that, that you're doing something and whether what the, what the consequences of that, you know, are. We'll see, right? I mean, no offense, but you know, for, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Know it too. For, for all people, right? <laughs> she knows what? she's being programmed. <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe they know it. You know what I mean? They, of course, they know it. Like, it's only adults who are so fucking stupid to not understand that the child is basically smarter than them. You know, is more keenly aware of what, like Chris was saying, of, of what's obvious. The child, nothing obvious gets past the child ever. You know, you can't tell the child like the child. The first thing the child learns is when you're lying. You know, because it it follows like the child follows the the very observable pattern of like truth and consequences. And uh, you know, if you say uh, we're all going to bed, but then the child hears that you're up, well, the child knows. The first thing the child knows is that you're up, and the second thing he knows is you're a liar. You know what I mean? So it's like, why, you know, why not just say you're going to bed? You know what I mean? I mean, not in such harsh words, but to be honest with the child is better than than what people do now. They trick children. You know, they're like. They try to like run out the door. It's just crazy. It's just, it's absolutely, it's really sad. Actually, the way uh, children are the most victimized people in the, in the entire world, and uh, no one, no one in the world stands up for them, and they just have to take all the fucking shit, the big pile of shit on the plate, and they have to eat everyone's portion. And if they step out of line, even the most minor trespass, oh my God, here comes fucking Adolf Hitler, you know, screaming at them like a banshee. But if they point out any of the parents. Uh, you know, misdemeanors or trespasses or transgressions, even even the most innocuous ones, they're just, uh, you know, they could be, the consequences could be dire in many households. And it's child rights, child rights, child rights, child huh, rights. You better believe it. You better believe it. Man. You know, there's a reason that the whole, Alice Crowley called the AM of the child, of the Horus, you know. This is only, the only thing that's going to get people to, and there's a reason the Bible, and uh, the Bible Christ talks about turning the, uh, the hearts of the parents toward the children and the parts of the children toward the parents and god says you know if this doesn't happen i'll destroy you you know that that this is what this is the most fundamentally important thing in the fucking world you know parents have to love their children and children you know if they do that then children will love the parents naturally but in the world you can see with your own eyes that people hate their children and they treat them like absolute shit so what do you think is going to fucking they say they love them you know but with, with one hand, they say they love them. They're like Baphomet, right? One hand, they say they love them. And the other hand, they're beating them across the face or, you know, lying to them. But uh, so what's going to, you know, what's the predictable consequence from that? 
going to be a, a schizophrenic society, right? And full of psychopaths and, you know, emotionless, vacuous people. Well, here's one Which, thing I've pointed out before was the, have? um, it, on, it, back to Colbert, because he's a, he's a popular, I guess he's popular, but he's a, he's a high profile, uh, culture creator, influencer. And, uh, there was a, a commercial that he showed on his program and it was on YouTube and I, and I watched that. And so it's, 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 a, I think it's a soup commercial, probably Campbell soup. And it was like two, the, the scenario was two homosexual males. And it was the situation where, okay, here's a gay couple that are married and this is a happy home life. And there's there, and they have, there's a little boy there and they're um, having soup. And then, uh, joking around, whatever, and then um, Colbert's playing this, and then I, what was the purpose behind them showing that? I'm not, I, I can't recall exactly, but anyway, it was um, one thing I noticed was that the audience when when they when he first rolled out the commercial, it was like, they, and then it was, and, and then it became clear that it was a homosexual couple. There was like this sort of nervous laughter, like a fall. And I noticed that, you know, by doing, knowing how, like, mixing works and stuff like that, like sound, soundboard and stuff like that, where you're, you're like, they, they do this on everything. You know, they edit it and mix it. And they they brought down the levels of the laughter of the audience at that point so that, like, it was it was there and you could tell. But it's like you could, if you're listening closely, you can clearly, it's noticeable that they, they dropped the level. Um, it's like, why do they do that? Well, people aren't in our, you know, postmodern era. We're not supposed to laugh at homosexuals. But well, anyway, I, I pointed that out in the com- I pointed that out in the comments, you know. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. So and I'm, I'm pointing out that fact in the comments. And then, you know, of course, I'm going to get vitriol. I'm going to get hate. You know, I, I'm a bigot. I'm a hater for for pointing out, you know, again, the obvious. But then as they're as they're you know attacking me i said okay what is your position here it's like what do you see here in this in this commercial there's two there's two men and there's a child there with no mother so you're you're promoting and advocating children be raised with no mother motherless children you're celebrating for real it's like yeah that that is the reality and you're talking about how children get the short end of all this it's like yeah this egocentric society where oh if you want to be a gay we got to let you get buried we got to let you act play house and act like a couple which is not realistic from what i understand statistically it's not even something that gays do i mean it's 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 partying promiscuity and all that is is typifies the whole gay culture generally um and and, you know people will point out i know a gay couple and they've been together it's like okay so the exception proves the rule then but anyway it's like well here's a couple well you're you're looking at in the center was a child and it's like okay that's a motherless child and that's what you're promoting and advocating which is disgraceful it's absolutely disgraceful the the gay the the quote-unquote gay agenda quote-unquote you know what i mean is is totally what women don't understand i I can't understand why women don't understand how anti-woman this uh, this uh, quote-unquote agenda is you know whether it's an agenda for real or not i don't really care but the, the the presentation doesn't have to be the proposition but just looking at the presentation you see that it's like well uh, what does what do gay men have uh, any interest in fucking single women or women in general for? Well, who does this does this benefit or even bring the equilibrium to women at all? No, I mean it's absolutely what you know. Like what interest does? Why are all these women so like 
bang gang ho about fucking gay dudes. What the fuck is a gay guy incentive? This he has the feminine fucking woman shit. Right, but what is that with gay guys? They don't give a fuck. You know, they, yeah, well, that's, what they, they're getting bombed with the feminism uh, ray gun, you know? So they they got their own little mind merry-go-round going on. Yeah. They're feminist bullshit. So there's two different merry-go-rounds going on simultaneously next to each other, not necessarily with each other. But the women, I believe, they collide think that they're with the, the feminist movement, I think, does think it's 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 allied with this, this movement or whatever it is. I think that they do kind of do this this idea of like mutual benefit but that shit ain't no mutual benefit you know no what, no, yeah. what benefit like what, what I mean this is nothing about gay or straight or anything that would like just pragmatically you know where did the where did the concept it's just I mean it's just I guess it just goes to illustrate how thick the mind control is and how impenetrable like you were saying you comment on it you're commenting on like fucking uh, like technical Audio, you know what I mean? Like technical aspects of like uh, equalization of audio. You know, nothing. You're not really talking about when, in your comment, from what I gather, about about any kind of moral or or anything like that. And they just bang on you immediately, like here Hitler again. You know, Hitler. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I mean, just like what? Oh my God! You know, all you ask is a simple question. Like, why do you think they dropped the audio? You know. Oh, oh it was, yeah, and you I was know, pointing out. Oh I was, my God! I was pointing you know? out that it, it, how how manipulative the whole situation was. It was like you, you're right. watching something on television, and they're going to edit it so that it gives you a different. It, it's going to alter the the perception of it. What you're seeing is obviously manipulative, and um, it, it it's like yeah. So I get attacked on that, and I was like, okay, I'm just pointing out something here that's obvious, and like, well, you pay attention, pay attention, you'll see what I'm talking about. And 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 it, it, it is manipulative, and the you know manipulative uh, manipulative nature of it is like readily apparent right there. But still, yeah, I get, I'm the one that gets attacked. And it's like, well, no, you, you like, need to look at the one who's manipulating you, and 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 then also take into consideration, never. yeah, you got the, the child. What about the child? Like you're telling me that it's it's fine for a child to be raised with no mother present in their the life, and that and that's totally yeah. fine. The and the and then and then the try to to defend that or go into argument. I was like, well, why why not say that you could chop a child's leg off when they're born? They don't absolutely have to have two legs, but nobody would advocate no. that. It's like, but do, can't well, you understand child, that the there's a biological happen. imperative to have a mother and a father? Is that something that's contestable it, or debatable? That's absolutely not debatable. Your, your Darwinian worldview doesn't it fit perfectly into your your bullshit Darwinian worldview that. The biological imperative, which is just profoundly obvious, but no, it's an inherent contradiction right there. But they can't. The contradiction, you know, what's the equation? Contradiction equals cognitive dissonance. You know, so like, it was just proof of proof of form right there. You know, don't point out contradictions unless you want to uh, feel the wrath of cognitive dissonance, narcissistic rage. You know, but they did. Uh, they, you know, for you, YouTube comments were kind of notorious for kind of it. You know, it. The flame wars and the stuff that goes on there, and the kind of, oh, of you course. know, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty, it's it's kind of the worst of the worst as far as uh, you know, comment formats go and all that. But yeah, it would that. What do you think about Colbert? Oh, go ahead, Colbert. What He's not really funny. You know, Colbert's not really funny. And I mean, like like John Stewart was at least kind of funny, but uh, Col- like you know, John Stewart, he John, you know, who John Stewart's brother is, 
or like anything about John Stewart's family, John Stewart's brother is the president or whatever the fuck it's called, like the highest executive of the uh, European, like you know the uh, in, you know New York Stock Exchange, the, whatever the European one's called, like the European Stock Exchange. I guess he's the president of that. Oh, really? His brother. Yeah. yeah, his brother, and this is the guy who's going to what NBC or ABC News or whatever. You know, his his fucking brother is the is you know Alan Greenspan of Europe. So, or, or, or who? John Stewart's yeah. brother. Oh. But oh yeah, but this, co yeah. co president oh, yeah. of his NBC brother. is co president of NBC is David Kissinger, Henry Kissinger's son. He works for Conan yeah, O'Brien. I, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. And wouldn't Colin Powell's son like? Wouldn't Colin Powell's son like the head of the fucking FCC or something? You know, like uh, or or Everybody. something to do with the of the the trade uh, the uh, federal communications of like the cable communications or something. He's the head of that. You know, like, yeah, but no, I mean, he's, he's, he's worked hard to get where he's at. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. John Stewart, he worked hard. and uh, you know. Yeah, he just happens he, and, to and be connected to heavy hitters and politics and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty standard and it's typical, but look at what these people do, like, especially now. And this is really readily apparent to me is how you have these people that are identified as left-wing and now they're going into the most over-the-top rhetoric that's like calling for assassination of Trump and everything else. It's like, it, it, okay, so it's clearly, to me, it's clearly designed and crafted. and script, It's all scripted. All the, Everything that comes out of their mouth is scripted. They're reading off cue cards, teleprompters. And, and it is designed and crafted to inflame, to get stir, stir shit up, oh. to get people to get people at each other's throats. And these people are spearheading it. They're the ones, the figureheads out there setting the... attention. Yeah, strategy attention. Yeah. And these people are placed out there to set the tone, to set the tone and, and, they're, and they're ramp up it. the rhetoric. And they're all across the board doing it simultaneously. And it's like, wow, wow, everybody just flipped their lid at once. And then you got the so-called uh, alternative sphere uh, feeding right into the whole left-right left, right phony paradigm and all that and pointing out that, oh, look how over-the-top the rhetoric is. It's like, well, that's by design so that you reflectively react to it like you're doing right now. That's what it's designed to do. That's what you're being taken to the dialectic once again, but you don't understand the dialectic because you don't fucking listen. You don't look at the shit that's out there that describes the very same process that you're engaging in and you're feeding into it. It's but like you, you so can, obvious. And you can get it from Alex Jones. You know, you could you could go to like we, we all talk shit about Alex Jones or something, you know what I mean? But how many of us really maybe not you guys, but how many of us started on Alex Jones? You know? Like a lot of guys a lot of people start there. He, he serves a good role. You know what I'm saying? Or at least he used to like he had a he had a kid at uh, a, he, he, he's played a good part, uh, not good in a moral way, but I mean, like, you know, he's a, he was good for people to start, people move up and away from it, you know, some people stay way too long in that camp, you know, but even like Alex Jones, you can hear him talk about the dialect or something, you know, but fucking nobody, you know, nobody listens, nobody, like, nobody listens to him, nobody, things. nobody takes the implications of what he's saying and actually apply it to right. where, how, yeah, exactly. and then the, if they did, they would notice how he flipped, but see, that, that, that's full circle back to the Fletcher <laughs> Prouty book, it's like, okay, so he's regarded as an authority, Ooh, yeah. and then he can tell you two things, and then you'll never couple the two together, because Fletcher, Fletcher Prouty's not doing it, so, 
that's that's the cult of personality where you got Alex Jones where he's like the cult of personality and you're not going to couple the phony left right paradigm with what's going on now with Trump because if that was true if that was the dialectic that we're engaged in Alex Jones would tell you about it and he would he would tell you that not to right, engage right, right, but he's telling you to engage but, so but you engage so it must be okay dialect. no he's yeah, like that's where sense. I was uh, he, first he, introduced to he, the he idea the, probably right. through Alex right. Jones, right. a lot of the stuff right. that I talk about, right. I got introduced right. through people like Alex Jones. Yeah, so, of, but then you—that's why I—that's why, why I said you got to listen. You got to listen. You got to you got to stop and listen to what they're saying. But you know it, what's right. what's standard operating procedure in our culture is that people don't fucking listen. They don't listen to what other people are saying. They don't listen to the okay. It's like the implications of what they're saying either. And make application. It's like you, you know, the whole they, the whole people and call them out on their bullshit, and the people don't do it. You know, uh, I. Just, but you don't even just to sneak this, just to sneak this in here real quick. We're going to go backwards um, for uh, for fun. I read and magazine because uh, Miles Copeland the third writes for it, and he predicts a hundred percent that Trump Towers will be bombed. In the next four years, <laughs> Miles you know Trump said, uh, says that. You know what Trump said? Uh, when I get elected president, you're going to find out who who bombed those towers. You know, I remember thinking in my mind, does that mean you did it? You know, like, you know, did you do it, Trump? You'll find out. He's looking Jewish. He's looking Jewish. No. That's what I say about Alex Jones. He'll get all wound up. I think his wife's a Jewess or something. Why don't you just worry about the, the dialectical problems that he presents? First of all, you know. Don't worry about his, his wife or something later. And and how you know, they're like, Oh, this is a different Alex Jones at Stratford. Oh yeah, sure it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. But folks, folks, you know. Uh I mean he was but he was a lot better back then, I think, too, you know. When he was uh those old videos are are classic, you know. Where he's out where he's like uh nine eleven wrote a tearing. Man, that thing was that thing I I watched that movie so many times, it was uh it was profound back in the day, just in the way it presented information. You know, it's just so aggressive, but it just puked out a lot of stuff that a lot of, you know, you didn't have the internet was still kind of, I don't know, it was still newish. You didn't know what to look for all the time. You know, it gave you a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of the, the early level kind of buzzwords helped you get into the idea about the, because uh, I think from Alice Jones, didn't most of us move to uh, probably the, the fakeism of money, you know, Federal Reserve. I mean, usually people start at those two spots, I found, at least anecdotally. The people start with, like, JFK kind of shit, and then they move to, like, Alex Jones, and then into, like, the the Federal Reserve, the fiat currency system. And from there, like, they, a lot of people get just stuck there, or they or they kind of move on. You know, or, you know they, they flower or whatever, so to speak. Um, did you guys kind of find that was true with you, too, or, um, or, or no? I read Jim Mars book when I was in jail once. I was already a Scientologist. <laughs> I was I'm clear. I'm clear, bro. Good, good day. Thank you, Earth Brother. Space Brothers. Soon enough. Space Brothers. And then uh Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Uh what's 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 uh Jim Mars' book where it looks like it has tape on it. Rule by Secrecy. Yeah, I read that book in jail, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah. I don't. Jim Morrison's yeah. uh, a little aggressive. Like, like start out with like, I didn't know the Jewish people were so bad, Jeff. Uh, I think you move into like your anti-Freemason stuff and all that nonsense, but you know, the, the Illuminati, the Illuminati. You know, William Guy Carr and all that kind of crazy shit. Pawns in the game. Um, uh, fuck, what were the other Oliver ones? Stone. Oliver Stone made more conspiracy theorists than anybody ever added on top of everybody ever. That guy made more you know, conspiracy theorists across the board. Oh, for sure. I, I love Alfred Fletcher Browdy, too, you know, despite his, his problems. Like, I, I love Fletcher. You know, his outlook on stuff, like the secret team and stuff. Man, those books, that book, um, guy's other big one, I can't remember the other one. Uh, that guy was, I mean, that guy really... I remember his interview where he talks about like oil. He's like, oil is scarce. Give me. He's like, oil is the second most prevalent liquid on Earth behind water. And he's talking about it being scarce. You know, I mean, he's just uh, he's a he's a hoot. You know, uh, but I don't know. You guys like Proudy too? I mean, everybody likes Proudy, right? Like, you know, or maybe not. Maybe maybe you guys are anti-Scientology. I don't know. Maybe you're not clear. You're like me. <laughs> and my space brother across the line. Think Proudy, Proudy, you think Proudy believed in the moon landing? I don't know. Proudy's that, dude. not real. <laughs> Keeper Sutherland's dad. <laughs> He's an Dallas Goldbug. I, I brought up the Dallas Goldbug. He's a crisis actor in a crisis movie. Mm-hmm. Flatliners, the crisis movie. Crisis acting in Flatliners. Uh, this guy, did I tell you? I told. I think I told you, Chris. This guy that comes into my work, he used to come into my work. Allegedly, his sister, his, his absolute sister, uh, was killed in, in the pulse shooting thing, right? But I don't, like, when I questioned a couple of people about it, I, didn't, I never talked to him about it, um, but when I questioned him about uh, a couple of people who, who allegedly knew him. When you know when you start asking people who that you know that say they know someone, and then they it really falls apart. Um, I'm like, well, did you ever meet his sister? Uh, did you ever know? I mean, did you ever? Uh, you know, man, they got fucking pissed when I asked them that shit. Real pissed, real quick. Um, but they never said they did. That's the other thing. They never. None of them ever. They never told me they did. So. Maybe I don't. I don't know that he had. A, I mean, I don't know him, but I've seen him several times. Uh, he's been on like MSNBC and all this shit a bunch of times. Uh, but I don't. You know, I don't know if he actually had a sister. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I know? Like, and maybe it's not my business, no. But, but it is curious. Like, none of the people who who, who kind of know him well, quote unquote, they never. Uh, none of them ever told me he did. You know. And now, who is this again? Press him about it. His name, uh, it's one of the, oh, it was the girl, remember the girl who, uh, okay, so let's go back to like the Pulse narrative. Do you remember how there was the, uh, just going on the mainstream narrative, right? There was the girl who was like, this, uh, I can't, is it Instagramming or Snapchatting or something from the bar, like live? Do you, uh, do you remember that part of the story? Yeah. And, uh, and then there was like, it, it, the, the, her, her transmission or whatever is what actually captured some of the gunshots or something, um, maybe 10 seconds long or so. Um, it was her. It was actually her who, who is supposedly his sister. 
uh, I think Al Alviera or something is his last name. Um, Al Alvarez or Alviera or something like that. Um, okay, what relationship is that? What, what relationship is this? This person to to you? You said how how are they related to you? He, he, I work at I work at a, I work at a bar I work at a bar restaurant. You know, and uh, in Florida they, he would come in periodically. Yeah, periodically. Yeah. I live I live about an hour away from Orlando. And you've spoken to this person? Uh, I just like hey and stuff to him before. I've never I've never talked to him, uh, nor have I talked to him about. Uh, well, obviously, it's implied that I've never talked to him about it since I've never talked to him, you know, about anything other than saying hey or something, you know. <laughs> but he was, a, he was a customer. His family's from me. He's from Santa Claus. What's that again? I, I just thought. Uh, you, say, you say something, Nino? I, I couldn't. I didn't catch that. You said something about Santa Claus? No. No, no. But I... Uh, but uh, he has, uh, he would come in periodically, you know. Um, so he was, I wouldn't say he's a regular, but people knew who he was, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that oh, guy or whatever. And, uh, and, and, and one of the other guys uh, who worked there was a friend of his, allegedly, you know. Um, but like people always say, you know, oh, I know that, you know, that guy's my friend or something. After a tragedy, everybody knows, you know, oh, he's my friend. Well, you know, whether it's true or not. But none of them ever, none of them ever, and it was, okay, so back to the thing, it was his sister who was uh, supposedly one of the victims. But no no one I've ever talked to, maybe three or four people, have said that they, that they, you know, when I've asked them directly, like, did you ever meet his sister? You know, before, obviously before she was shot, if she was. So I, I don't, I, I, you know, none of them ever said they did. None of them. No. So, uh, yeah, I, and then she you know, was the one that was I, in Snapchatting or what have you at the deal. And right. That, that, and then that right. was uh, allegedly his her or her brother. Okay, yeah. I, right. Well, so I okay, wonder, like, here's how um, these uh, things like are. They just pay the family, you know? Like, like they just pay the family to pretend there was a sister. You know what I mean? Like, well, you don't know, right? I mean, now the interesting thing is that, like, as I've been doing this over the years, it's it's almost like I I I don't know. I mean, this is like your story that you're giving me, and I'm not doubting you. I, I'm not I'm not saying that sure, what you're sure. telling me is not sure. true. But I I've had this similar thing told to me, like. Um, a lot. I've had people tell me, oh, I know somebody that was involved in this. And these are just like regular callers and people that are, are you know, like, that I'm like sem- semi-regular yeah. contact with. And then like that, then like they, like I get, you know, um, they come on the calls a couple of times or email exchange <laughs> and then they bring their story up. You know, this has happened multiple times. This has happened a lot. Almost to the point where it's like, it, it seems kind of statistically pretty improbable. And then and again, I'm not saying that your story is not true. I don't know. I don't know. But like, it, it, it seems like of all the people to talk to on this, that, that I've had very similar stories many times, like, you know, people like, like, for example, the, uh, 
L.A. airport thing. This is the guy is telling me, oh, I worked with somebody who's that was the security guard. They died there. The wife and I knew the guy's wife and the thing. And then like a roar shooting, there was a guy that told me, yeah, no, my cousin, uh, that that one woman, the pregnant woman, that was uh, my cousin's sister or something like that, or, or related somehow. And uh, many, many of these. I, there's another one too. Uh, have you ever uh, thought about the guy that says he had a friend that like was in the tower? Well, I, at, at a certain point, it starts to get. I, I'm just telling you from a from a from like what are the? I'm just asking like you, what are the odds? You know, and I'm not accusing you. Oh, I'm just saying like what you know, I, I ask myself I like what are the odds that th- I hear the similar story. Uh, and like I know, I, I kind of have a rough idea how much uh, exposure that I have and stuff like that. And in relationship to other podcasts out there, it's like it's like trivial. It's like I'm not I'm not complaining or I'm not saying anything. But it just like it, this is like the f- sort of in the relationship to everything else out there. It's like very limited exposure. So it's like. Uh, it, I'm just trying to calculate what would be the odds of having that many different people having some sort of like twice removed relationship with somebody actively involved in one of these things. You know what I mean? And well, another I, guy I, that was a regular used to be a regular on the calls. He was like the wash the the Navy shipyard shooting in Virginia. The lady that came into his work had uh, husband died or something like that too, and that was another. I've had many, many of these stories over the last several several years, is what I'm saying. And and but I'm the one telling you that 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 it's fake. You know, or, I'm the one. Well, I know, and like you're on board with the fake, right. and then at the same time, you're telling me I know someone that was there, and uh, or a friend of a friend, no, 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 or somebody I didn't say that died. I know someone was there. I said what I'm saying. Well, is you that, know, you know, you no said one, that you know somebody no one, that was no directly connected that had a sister that died. So that's a pretty. That's only like what? No, what, I didn't say. I didn't say she died. I said that. I said according to the narrative, man. I'm not. This is what you got to get back. I'm not saying that anyone died. No, I'm. I'm just pointing. I'm not you, again. I'm not accusing like, you of lying or anything. I'm just pointing out that oh, this is not. this. These are facts. This is not something that I'm making up or exaggerating. This has been told to me many, many times, and and it's like it, it, the uh, Greg uh, um, that um, uh, what's his last name? No, he he was like had a friend that was in Tower Two, worked for Counter Fitzgerald, that disappeared in the towers, and then. Just on and on, man. It's like I'm just at this point. It's like what? What are the odds? What are the odds? It's just that's all. That's all. It's just that. I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not. That maybe you're special, Chris. Maybe you're doing something good. Maybe people call you to uh, to talk about the truth about things, not not about like whether somebody disappeared in some bogus tower, but like. You ever thought about that? You ever thought about like good people kind of congregate together, like as few of them as there are, that they actually do seek each other out, want you know, that they do, you know, try to do these things. Like I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that that it is true, but like uh, that that is what happens. But maybe you know what I mean. Like you ever you ever wonder if that could be possible. Like, you know God does work in 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 greater ways. I don't. I. Than, than, 
what do you, what do you like, I mean, what are you asking not, me specifically? Like, do you ever worry and wonder if these these things are synchronistic in a in a in a positive way? Just sort of a synchronicity. I don't rule that out. I don't rule that out. But I, at the same time, it, it, could there potentially be something else going on? And I, so it's I know, run the risk of sounding paranoid or whatever. But I'm I'm just I'm just pointing out this is something that is uh, a, a a fact. You know, it is something that is a reoccurring sort of theme on these calls. Like that. Just pointing oh, it out. Yeah, man, something like. I'm trying to think. I'll uh, I'll get some proof, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll email it to you, Chris, and uh, I'll get some proof. But ju- just, I mean, I'm not trying to like be like over defensive or anything like that. You know what I mean? But I'll get some I'll get some proof that you'll that you'll. Uh, I guess I, I guess people could always be like, well, did you just make the proof up or something? But no, you know, you'll have to have some some degree of trust, I guess. But you'll see. Um, I'll, not like you'll see. But I'll send I'll send you some proof, and. Uh, you know, once I can figure out what that would be to, to be convincing enough. But assuming I did, so pretending I do send this proof, you know, I, I just thought it was so weird that how, like you were talking about those YouTube comments, how defensive people got when I would just ask them, like, well, you know, did he, did he really have a sister? Did you ever met them? Met her? You know, you're such good friends with her. Did you ever meet her? Or like, with him, I mean, did you ever meet her? No. You know, well, no. Huh. That's interesting. No, hang on. Sorry. Could I stop you a second? Like, what do you what yeah, are you yeah, referring to specifically? It's like you you're saying that this guy that came in there that was allegedly the brother of the right. the woman who allegedly died, and you and you're telling me that you asked him, or did somebody else ask him whether no, he no, knew no, his no, sister no. or not? Is that what you're saying? Because no, you're, no, no. you talk I really fast, and it's kind of hard to. Sometimes I ask for me, I mean, they, they do maybe it. not for everybody else. Oh, I, I've been told I talk I too slow. <laughs> I, I like the way you talk because it lets me have time to listen. But I, uh, I ask the people who say they knew him. You know, if they, these people who knew him, oh okay, and if they have ever met this sister. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And they've never, nobody's and, and, and seen him with her or anything like that. Nobody has or ever met her. Met her. No. Met her yeah. no. Because I, yeah, no. Not, none of them ever have. And in fact, they've gotten really pissed when I have brought it up, you know. Well, here's the thing about it, it, too, and I've talked about this before when, um, Tim, the guy who, who said that he knew the woman that had somebody involved in the Navy shipyard shooting, was that it's like, yeah, nobody's saying that this stuff isn't fleshed out. Nobody's saying that there's nothing going on at the community level that gives it, that fleshes it. You know what I'm saying? That it, it now, because this could be presented in different ways, and there's different ways of thinking about this kind of stuff. Like, oh, well, it's only on TV. There's people that propose or they put out stuff there to, to plant the idea that. Uh, we need to think of this in terms of it all being done inside of a studio in front of green screens, like pure acting, and then it's presented as real, uh, maybe incorporated in with drills or something like that. You know what I'm saying? There's different scenarios I, that I are yeah, painted yeah, to present this stuff and just it, it to you know. I don't I don't know what maybe that's what people are getting these ideas from stuff they're picking up on and they're running with it. 
jumping to conclusions maybe or whatever. I don't know what the motives are. Maybe there's people that are try- out there actively trying to misdirect. But I, w- I, w- I would think that with the different stuff we've we've talked about and like how this stuff can potentially work because it's all speculation, right? We don't – nobody – I don't I haven't any I've had people that say they're they know people that know people that were involved in this, but nobody that said that I was directly involved. You see what I'm saying? So it's like we don't have right, any right. insider yeah, knowledge yeah. or don't even pretend to have any insider knowledge of how this how this stuff actually right. plays out on the you know. So yeah, yeah, I, I would I would think I, that there would be people who are and this is this is backed up by the concept of the you know the, the the cold warrior the cold war warrior the people that would come over here and represent themselves as you know they would speak perfect american dialect and they would blend in with the communities but they're actually russians and they were born russian you know so that that exists these yeah. these people that misrepresent themselves and they and they they blend what a point is they blend into a community right and then they get to know everybody right, right. and then it's like hey they're just another american family mm-hmm. just like but they're actually spies you know and that was that there's right, all right. kinds of documentation that that went on for all the during during the cold war multiple decades so that's that's established nobody nobody disputes that so right. that mechanism exists and why? What reason do we have to believe that that went away? Because that's certainly useful if if we're going to invoke this, uh, uh, especially this fakery stuff. So the idea that there would be people blending into a community that can be out and about, and it was interesting that this person that Tim was talking about, it's like, oh, this this individual specifically. I, I went and looked up some stuff on him that allegedly died in the Navy sh- shipyard shooting. It's like, oh, okay, so it just so happens he's actively involved in the community, right? He's in church groups. He's in this. He's in that. He's out right, and about. Right. He's in the community. He's shaking hands. He's seeing people. Got a million pictures. And then he's yeah. the guy that gets shot and died. It's always this person that was, oh, he was active in the community and was out there. And it's like, well, yeah, that that would suit the profile of these embeds, these agencies, plants. That are put out there, in the, so that it fleshes it out, it makes it real. Because it, I, I don't think it, it, it's not going to work just putting it on TV uh, on a local level, and then it would be like there's the high potentiality that people will get to talking and say this doesn't make sense. I don't know anybody that even goes by that name that ever came into this Orlando nightclub ever. It's like what right. are they talking about? Right. That, that would not be. That would not be. Um, um, now, would but, it, but would the again, word get out and would it spread? Yeah, I think it would on some level, and that wouldn't that wouldn't really suit the overall agenda. But to to have it fleshed out and to have it stuff that actually does and confirmed exist be employed in these operations, I think it makes the most sense to me. So when when Greg Quinones, that's his last name, I just remembered it, came on and said, "I had a friend that died in or disappeared in Canada Fitzgerald." Am I going to call him a shill and say he's planning? It's like no, because that could very well be the case. I, now his now he des- what he described the background of his friend actually happens to fit the profile of somebody that might enter into one of these things because he was kind of down on his luck, he was kind of in debt and stuff like that. And it's like, well, that was like be the 
perfect guy that would get into this and then go into some sort of witness protection thing, which we know exists too. So it's like, and the CIA talk has terminology for they call it sheep dipping, where you get a new whole brand new identity. That stuff exists. That's not stuff we're making up. But it's it, in the context of this, yeah, it's all speculation and stuff like that. It's speculation, but it's like because we don't have I the real it has story. To be that complicated though. Do you think it really has to be that complicated? Like you know, crisis actors are just actors. People are terrified by non-disclosure agreements in general. You know what I mean? And if people go out and say, like, well, I tell you what, my sister didn't really exist. This is all bullshit. They gave me $200,000. No one's no one fucking believing. You know what I mean? No one believes them anyway. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can just hire actors to pretend to be spies. Or you can just hire, you know, you can hire a guy, you know, to uh, to be like, uh, pretend you had the sister. He'll be the, the victim guy, you know, the victim's brother guy. And then these two people, we're going to hire them uh, as your parents, you know. Because on the national level, people don't fucking know, you know. And on the local level, they don't know either. No one knows. No one knows anything. But I'll tell you for sure, if you doubt it, you're like a pariah instantly. You, you yeah, know, like because if, you're well, being insensitive kind of to the – because the main thing is yeah. like you're – and like, well – how how are we sold narratives? We're, we're, uh, how are we sold propaganda? Or how are how are our minds programmed? We're, well, it's most effective to get it by way of a story, right? So they have all this all this emotionalism stuff tied around these events, and they'll have like certain things planted the into are like the greatest people ever. Yeah. The people are always so humanitarian, so charitable, right. so giving. You know, the, the families are so eager to forgive, always, instantly. It's insane. You yeah, know, yeah. Vengeance ever. But hey, man, um, uh, we're coming you know, up to the closing up shop time, so we got to wind it on down. All right. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for coming out. It's another Hoaxbusters call. Wow, we had a good uh, showing tonight. That's cool. Uh, we just had Russ there. Thanks, man, for coming on the call, sharing your thoughts. Nino, oh, he's uh on, are you still on the call, Nino? Yep. All right, man. Thanks, dude, for coming out. And uh, yeah, looking forward to our next uh, punk punk rock uh, talk. <clears throat> that's always cool. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's cool that you went on uh, Unspun. <clears throat> that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Uh, yeah, it was Richard was on here, right? Because he dropped off. He was on here earlier. Yeah. Rochello, John, Lynn, and Sean, and uh, Austin. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'm not leaving anybody out. But, yeah, thanks, everybody, for coming out calling in. And we had a lively discussion, kind of a knockdown drag out. Had some yelling and hollering. That's okay. Get your emotions out. Put everything out on the table. Just let it, let the spit fly. Let the, just let it, just let it rip. Why not? <clears throat> just good, good. It's good. Uh, anyway, yeah, I did. Uh, I did mute Lynn, and I think she got mad and dropped off. But no, it's no, no uh, ill intent meant. It's just that I have to have some kind of sense of. Uh, shopkeeping because I'm the the uh, custodian here. Oh, speaking of that, I did delete some comments off the talk shoe because that's like if if you're gonna like 
call me out as a shill or something like that, don't put it in the comments. That's not the place for that. You got to come on the call and then call me out as a shill. That's so everything's got to be. I got to have some categorization or something. I can't just have complete freaking free for all. So it's kind of authoritarian in a way, but it's not. It's just like it's just like yeah. You just gotta. It's just tidying up. You can't have uh, you know what, what's an analogy. You can't take your uh, like I got now my shop vac that I used a vacuum and and have it sitting where it is right now. I'm looking at it where I'm gonna probably trip over it in the morning and trip over. It. I guess move the damn thing out of the way. But anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say that um, uh, Jay Dyer is going to have a debate with uh, Adam Kokesh. And that's going to be on... Uh, I had it up here. and I, But I'll post it onto the blog. And uh, that should be interesting. I think he's going to debate Kokesh on the state. Or something like that. So that that look forward to that. Um, man, let me get the name of it out. Da 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 ba 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 ba. Scooter doop doop. On the Spearhead Transmission podcast. So if anybody wants to check that out, Spearhead Transmission podcast. Well, cool, everybody. All right, Nino. You have a good night, man. All right. And we'll be talking to you soon, hopefully. And what else? Yeah, check yeah. out com. I know Nino goes there every day. Oh, Nino, you got a blog, The Four, the four Horses Asses of the Apocalypse. That's a good one. Yeah, I got to plug that. Yeah, Everybody check that out. Yeah, pretty but... I like it. Um, uh, it's got the punk. You got punk rock um, exposés on there. Really interesting stuff. I was watch. I was looking at some of those videos he had posted on there. I was checking that out, perusing it. And that, if you, how do you get to that? You just put four horses' asses of the apocalypse, probably into search, and it'll take you straight to it. But is that correct? No. Uh... Fourhorsesasses.blogspot because I don't know it might be getting there now. I got a YouTube channel now and I didn't make it. Like there's just one out there now. It like made itself. Oh really? It has cool. Three videos on it. Yeah, I swear to God, I didn't make it. But there's a there's a Nino Two One O channel with three oh, things on it. Yeah, anything happens like that. Yeah, just I, I I'll tell you what's going on. It's it it's stuff. You know, the fluctuations, like, Alex Jones explained it on, he was talking to Joe Rogan, that the multiverse works, and you got, you got in bleed, stuff bleeding in from the multiverse, so yeah, you'll just all of a sudden have a YouTube channel populated with videos. <laughs> I wish that would happen to me, but I don't know. It, yeah, it's a multiverse, dude. I wouldn't be alarmed by it. Um, <laughs> I'm alarmed, I'm about to add to it, but I want to know, like, is that how that shit works, or what? Like, I yeah. don't even have a. I've you got to get the password. I've never had a fucking. It's something like that. Sleep with a neodymium magnet under your pillow, and then you'll wake up, and then you'll know the password. I don't. I don't know how that works. It just. It just does. It's something about the uh, coaxial <laughs> flux and the magnet. I, I, don't ask me to explain it. It's. It's all this new science. I'm trying to incorporate it the best I can, but I try to help out the best I can. Explain it, but it's. It gets tough, but. 
All right, cool, man. Uh, what else am I? I'm forgetting something, but um, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting up to the file limit, so I gotta close it down. Thank you for listening to the Hoaxbusters Call. You can subscribe to the podcast at hoaxbusterscall.com. You can support the Hoaxbusters Call by rating it on iTunes, sharing it on social media. Fire off a donation at hoaxbusterscall.com. Conspicuous graffiti in public places. Hoaxbusters Call. Conspiracy. Or just theory. Hi, Chris. I'm Alan Watt, and you're listening to Cutting Through the Hoaxbusters. Many people out there think that the alternative media, you see, oh, alternative, right? They're going to give you an alternative view. The, I call it the traveling roadshow of alternative media. And so you think you've got an answer. Oh, the big boys up top have planned you to have the answer that you have. Hamish and myself have had many discussions, many, many discussions about the big boys or the big dogs, according to Hamish. And you think that you're going to Find the answers and sirs and sirs, you see. <laughs> the answers cutting through hoaxbusters.com. Prepare for the worst because it looks like the worst is happening. Now, I've studied nuclear reactors. And I'm not trying to scare people with the radiation fallout. There is undoubtedly radiation coming this way. You know people uh, in the major cities of uh, Utah and Idaho. That's where the jet stream dumps in. And they got stuff that will blow up the whole solar system, according to my intel. And I'm not trying to scare people. Massive meltdown. Massive meltdown. Massive meltdown. Boom! Not trying to scare people. Massive meltdown. They would have been better off with the fictitious Godzilla coming out of the water and attacking. I mean, that place is on fire. A uh, meltdown occurred. Uh, this is a very serious situation. It did go Chernobyl.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.